Okay. I think that's good enough. As good as it's going to get. We ready to rock and roll? Let's rock and roll! Um, Verdell. <laughs> Verdell. We watched the best and most ridiculous thing on television. I don't know what it is. He doesn't even know either, you guys. He doesn't remember. It was so good. It was just, the best. I blacked it out. He blocked it out. It was Monster tra- or Demolition Derby with trailers. I did black that. Oh, my God. That was the best ever. <laughs> you guys were on YouTube. As I'm sure does. we could probably find the link somewhere. But um, a Demolition Derby, which I grew up in a town where you had the Demolition Derby in there. It, it's awesome. It's also kind of scary First to me all, to watch. I wonder, because we have such a an international, intergalactic mm, audience. Intergalactic I, planetary. I wonder if everyone knows what a Demolition Derby is or if that's an American phenomenon. Yeah, let I would us imagine know. we've exported that uh amazing i know it's in canada but yes, i don't I, know if it's made its way to foreign shores well, well i'd wonder if there's enough space for it because it takes quite a large like space demolition derby with little european cars would be dangerous super dangerous and you kind of need like those big old metal suburbans from the 1990s in your demolition derby in yeah, order to like survive a, a caprice you know like an old <laughs> school although the funny thing is the guy who won first of all had an amazing flag that was like saturdays are for the boys mm. which just made me laugh really hard i turned it on <laughs> as a goof okay yeah. so we're surfing youtube as one does because youtube not that youtube sponsors this but youtube youtube they should yeah YouTube, we were YouTube, watching YouTube. this it was amazing never mind sponsoring soccer this was mm-hmm. Excellent. Compliments to the chef. First of all, everyone's having a good time. And Mm -hmm. just to see people smiling and not hating on each other in the news, this was enjoyable. And they were all excited to be there. So what we turn what we first we decided by the thumbnail. I -hmm. saw what looked to be a figure eight racetrack. And which means that they're gonna cross over you guys. Yes. That there could be collisions. That's an important component of the demolition derby. Otherwise there's not as much demolition. Right, right. That's really where, honestly, you just watch that center. The intersection of the infinity symbol. For most of it. (laughs) That's where everything comes together. So the thumbnail looked pretty interesting. It looked like a dirt or a track that looked pretty rough. Uh, And then there were trucks. And I was like, that's kind of cool. So truck demolition derby. Never seen that flavor before. Trailers. This is where it got exciting. Who? who? Behind each truck was a rig. Has to be some kind of trailer. Yeah, like a motorhome. There's a boat. There was a boat, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd assume it's like you have to be pulling <clears throat> something, right? Yeah, that, I think that was the basic gist of it. And yeah. so everyone had really funny things spray painted on their vehicles because they're all pieces of shit, right? These are One not said, classic show vehicles. show me your kitties. And it had a picture of a cat. And I was like, wow. I and then it, on the, the back had it big, said, thick glasses. right meow. <laughs> it was Bubbles. It, it, that's what Sean's like, is this Bubbles? So like, the demolition derby begins. And... If you've watched a few in your life, and I haven't seen that many, but I, I kind of know. I've only been to one. Our local fair has it, and it just smells like rubber and gasoline. Right. And, As they start. And they, I haven't watched any others really on TV, I don't think. So. Well, when they're all bunched together in the beginning, it's just like bumping into each other side by side. So it's not really a demolition. It's more like. And they're slow moving. These aren't like fast vehicles. Until, it's more about the how much the resilience of the vehicle it's like how much demolition can you sustain and still pull your trailer so they're 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 hauling ass around this track slowly <laughs> right but for a trailer you know and pos's of trucks uh, a yeah, piece of shit they're, they're doing for. pretty good and then this is where it gets exciting because they encounter the first time hitting the center of the yeah, figure where, eight. where there'll be crossover oh my god 
and but everyone made it through safely there's mm-hmm. a crossing guard people he had a little slowed, sign no but people slowed because there's just so many cars going in both directions you know you're not going to make it as the field of vehicles spreads out this is where pandemonium starts setting in because you don't know whether you can cross or do you do you punch it you can't slow these things down very quickly you're, you're and you also can't really punch it because it's not in the demolition derby just for clarity if no one knows what we're talking about it's not about the fast you're not trying to complete certain number of rounds you're trying to outlive the others so if your car still runs and still pulls its trailer last man standing basically you're or winner mm-hmm. it could be pinky, i don't know if there are any women in there pinky tuscadero was there i saw her who is that supposed to be she's from uh, happy days she was fonzie's girlfriend oh so she, I, yeah that's there I was think. an episode where they did demolition derby i think it's a something from the 60s or 70s that they used to do i mean they still do it back home oh boy and, and they clearly still do it wherever this was and it's funny that guy that jumped out of his truck because it rolled i was like oh my god it looks like every guy i went to high school with remember I yeah was his like, pants were falling down yeah. his ass crack was out and it was he, pretty had, funny. he had like no sleeves you know his cut, cut off shirt flames i mean there were no flames he was just he was smart he was quick he got out well yeah the car was on fire but i was like is this in my hometown it was amazing and then we saw the big demolition where the one truck was not going to slow down because he had a full head of steam and he's coming towards that center of the the figure eight and as he's going through another truck is coming and boom everybody he went right, right through the trailer right through show me your kitties oh my god and then it was on that guy was mad the show me your kitties was after what was it uh, boys weekend or boys night out no saturdays for the boys oh yeah saturdays are for the boys but it was one of those little trucks if you live in the southwest or even in texas there's a little truck that i would say almost every gardener or every handyman it's like the small toyota truck from it's a tacoma but it's yeah before but it's the tacoma. The, it's before the tacoma was a tacoma it's just a toyota truck i think it's a coma and the they, toyota coma and it's not it's i don't even know if it's four-wheel drive it's not lifted it's like a short low rider truck it was so exciting so you we see a watched ton of it. them but that's the one that won that's the beauty of youtube you can turn on a video and you think well i'm just gonna watch a couple of seconds of it then you go down the rabbit hole because now we're guys opinions that don't matter is gonna run one of these races right katie not where how i don't know we're gonna make it happen i don't have spare time for that <laughs> okay we'll watch another one definitely we'll watch another mm-hmm. one okay 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 very That's good fair. hey uh my dad sent in a video to me the other day and i was watching it it was about prosthetics did we have any more speak pipes from father dubuk oh yeah i think they're in there okay yeah, yeah. I'm a, i might have just missed them i guess oh okay well that's because the inbox is a it's a disaster it's getting pretty busy but anyway okay so your dad sent in yeah a video on prosthetics and i always found that field fascinating Mm -hmm. i don't know why but i think it's cool Uh, and um just that you know how we're, we're adapting technology to suit our needs and this company is doing stuff that you know i think a a really advanced prosthetic device let's say for your uh, a limb like your your arm that may cost 80 grand to, you know, I, I'm sure the sky's the limit. You could probably get it blinged out and everything with all sorts of- Oh, bedazzled? Well, I no, want not, Swarovski crystals. Right, the, the rich <laughs> person's, uh, but the everyday mm-hmm. person's prosthetic is okay. is very expensive. So- I'd assume so. You know, anyways, this company is doing it for a lot cheaper. Um, and, and it was- Is it Elon Musk? It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anytime someone's like, someone's doing a really good job at this and they're doing it cheaper and there's less waste. I'm like, where's Elon? Although sure I would assume- involved in it the Neuralink is going to at some point you know play into this but mm-hmm. so anyways this guy's making these really or his company's making mm-hmm. very advanced prosthetics mm-hmm. i thought it was a very interesting video so i shared it in the community tab on opinions that don't matter youtube channel 
when I did that, it was fascinating because all of a sudden people, uh, I just said, hey, I thought I think that's this interesting. Video. And I do that every once in a while. I'll, I'll put mm -hmm. something up in the community tab that I think is interesting. And all of a sudden people came through and they were you know, sharing their stories about whether they uh, use prosthetics or whether they work in the field. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then I, I started thinking, you know, I, I was reading the messages and answering back or the comments and messaging back. And it, it just dawned on me that like, I, I don't really know the numbers, you know, how many people um, are, are using prosthetics. And I would assume it varies nation to nation, the quality of the product and or the time, the mm -hmm. time with which you got it placed. And I also know I've had um, a couple of my dad's friends. I don't know if it was because of war or if it was because of work accidents or something, but I've known a few people who've had prosthetics uh -huh. and um, you change them out every so often in general, like if they start to get uncomfortable or yeah. if there's advancements and in your insurance will cover, I forget how many years, but I remember my dad's friend getting a new one and him being like super stoked. Cause yeah. it was like, wow, they've like, and this was year. I mean, this obviously was like in the nineties. Well, 90s. think about how, how technology has changed so much yeah. just within the last five years. Yeah. I'm still waiting on a jetpack, but, um, I know I do. I, I still want to tell like, uh, I dream a genie slash the Jetsons where you like, don't get crazy. Katie. Or like that's, Star Trek. That's just, that's dreaming. Hey, so is a jetpack. No, no. On Instagram, I follow, uh, the, is it Teton gravity or there's mm -hmm. a company. You got a little black thing in between your teeth. Is it think. cowboy coffee or is it my burned toast? I think I don't know. I don't know, but I thought I should tell you because later you might be mad. But I don't know why you'd swish coffee through it after you <laughs> think it's coffee. <laughs> my gums all nice and uh, Let me turn my teeth black while we figure out where this little speck is coming from. That's one of the beauties of veneers. They don't really stain as much. All good. I mean, they get a little discolored, but... No. Yeah. yeah. They're sturdy. Yeah. So, so interesting prosthetics. Mm -hmm. I think it's fascinating. And so I went down a rabbit hole again. I started looking at all sorts of videos and someone had mentioned in the comments that the United States military is one of the leaders in this technology. It makes sense because, you know, of course we have probably, that would be one of the biggest causes. Yeah. Right. Percentage wise. <clears throat> right. Anyways, fascinating. If you get a chance, look in the community tab. If you like that sort of thing, I can keep adding other videos in there yeah. or just, I don't know. I like to keep it a little bit vibrant in there and. I appreciate yeah, Sean's you also been in. sharing shorts of uh, Roxy. Uh, she's outside yeah. right now, so let's pray that she's not like digging a hole to China or digging her way out somehow. She the great escape. She's playing. She's got little pockets full of dirt. She walks around the yard. I know, shakes it out. It. It's like Shawshank Redemption. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, she just plays in those leaves a lot. Like there was, like I said, I went over there. So in our yard, you can when you look out from our back porch, you can see like. 80% of it, maybe 90. And there's one part that isn't grass. It's like a pebble rock and it's off the side of the garage. And sometimes she hangs around there because it's shaded. So I think it's cooler when, when we had our really hot days. And then the other side has a bunch of leaves. I think it's just because of all the trees that are in that area. And it's it butts up against our, our neighbor's yard, the ones that we, we know and like really well. She likes both of those areas. And I don't know if it's because she wants to have some privacy. I mean, she hangs out everywhere, I guess. But it's uh, her meditative spot. It's where I she goes to her. do her deep thinking. Yeah, maybe she you scared her. Really, I scared her on oh. accident. Well, not really. I didn't intend to scare her, but I intended to not let her know I was out. I didn't like call for her because I couldn't see her. So I looked around, and then I was like, I'm going to go outside and just make sure she's like okay and everything. And so I just walk along, and then I get close to the edge with the the pile of leaves, 
and she's like, and her ears were put together like a little, you know, her little teepee ears. Yeah. She, she comes out and then she realizes it's me and then she's super excited. And the reason that she's outside is because she has so much energy today. I thought dogs were born with their ears standing up or not standing up. I didn't no, know she's that they, still learning. Yeah, they learn to use them and watching her try to figure out her little radar, or not radar, but her her uh, echo location device. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she starts turning them and she'll lose control of one. It'll start to fly when mm -hmm. she gets tired. It's muscles because I can feel up. the little, it's like uh, us furrowing our brow. Oh, she I has like, my brow. She has like a muscle on the top of her head that pulls her ears up. Hmm. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. So anyway. She's, she's, she's awfully cute. She's getting good at it. But we are definitely sleep deprived. Uh, so we had a special moment uh, this morning. I woke up at 7.15, took the dog outside, and I'm just standing there. I'm kind of waking up myself. Uh -huh. She's waking up. We're both staring off into space, like <laughs> at the fence or something. You know, mm -hmm. the, I'm, I'm standing in the grass to let her know, hey. Yeah, go potty. Time, time to pee pee. Go. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mind just kind of goes blank as it does, you know. <laughs> as it does. The dog, all, all of a sudden I smell something and I look down and she's staring off in the space too, but she's taking a dump. <laughs> she's, she's very like, comfortable next to me I'm now. doing my potty thing, but yeah. also, yeah, boop. She's yeah. just like staring off in a space pooping. And That's so funny. Kinda, yeah. The funniest thing anybody Why else- Why would you do that next to me? I thought, you know, but at least she was doing it. She went poo poo, it's good. But it's just funny because um, she stares at me while she goes to the bathroom in general. Why did they do that? I don't know. And I'm like, don't you want privacy? Do I need to hold this eye contact? But I want her to know she's doing a good job. So I'm like, good girl, good potty. That's probably what she's looking for, affirmation. I got to tell her she's doing a good job because we haven't really had, other than the first day that we brought her home and she got nervous and pooped in the kitchen, she hasn't pooped in the house ever since. No, it's amazing. She's amazing. And then as far as pee goes, she's really good as well. We. We have some slip ups and random like we'll be outside playing with her and then we'll bring her in and she'll pee. And I'm like, dude, we're just outside. Right. <laughs> so we're getting the basics down, but I'm a little nervous about all the the advanced things like uh, she sits now, which is great when I tell her to sit, but she's kind of stubborn. And so if you have a dog or if you have experience with dogs. Yeah, is dogs, there any recommendations on training like I'm looking at you, Christoph. I know. And also Angie. I know Angie has uh, three dogs and she's trained them. And uh, we have Uko out there who train, used to train dogs. Our okay. mom still trains dogs. So I'm, I'm wondering like how do we get and it's probably me. I probably have to go to dog training school. Like, so I, can I know I'm like, sh should we go take her in to like a, cause that's what we do with corny dog. Obedience. We school? went to an obedience school for Heck like yes. eight weeks or something. Whoa, that's a big commitment. Well, it's like once a week and then you have homework every night. So it's not homework. Like a, we have to practice with them. Oh, I thought there was going to be like, yeah, you have to take a test, Sean. <laughs> Fuck this. We're going to raise a wild animal. <laughs> it's too high maintenance. Can't yeah. do it. I never liked testing. Yeah, so we need to go to obedience school, I think, so that we can, because we don't know what we're doing. It's like the blind leading the blind. And I haven't trained a dog since middle school. There's been advancements. Mm. You know, now you can teach them to ride bicycles, hang glide. Well, and back in the day- Do you they, see that stuff that dogs do now on, online, on, on Instagram? We all thought that pets were, you know, not the smartest. They're, they're your pet, they're your companion. But well, they, they are were, smart, depends on how much you want to uh, work with them. Well, it started for me when I saw that bulldog who oh, used he rides to skateboard. The skateboard. Mm -hmm. Well, now there's a bulldog that is on a ramp. He he's not just skateboarding in a parking lot, like which basically looks like the bulldog is just standing on it, terrified that he's going to fall off it. Well, no, then he'll kick his little leg. Right, but now there's a bulldog on who a goes ramp down the ramp. Oh yeah, he does a, a little trick, a kick flip, wags his tail in the air. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lies. Yeah, you haven't seen this. I don't believe you. 
He's got the shitty and grin on his face. Just look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Dog doing trick on skateboard. And well, the thing for me is, though those aren't tricks that are helpful at all. But I mean, if I you get want, a brand deal and free dog food for life that's not but bad. if you want to work with your dog and get them to do different tricks like have party tricks and stuff that's great because they just want attention from you you know i felt bad when but I, they should be wearing a helmet if they're going to be doing stuff like that like protect your puppers yeah for sure Internet's, like we're not going to take her to the water without her life jacket mm. they have little puppy life jackets that have something to make sure that their head doesn't go into the that's water good. and i was like oh and she had like a little a water shark wing they had a shark fin on the back and i was like oh a snout uh bobber yeah it keeps their well it just sits out like this so i think they're it forces their snout oh, i need one of those yeah, i'll get you when they have them for babies too <clears throat> i wonder if they come in your size honestly i'm not opposed to using water wings anymore <laughs> I, mean, I thought for a while it looked kind of dorky but i'm in hey we wear our life jackets and float around. get a cool pair with like spikes on it you know like a punk rock water wings mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh that's a good idea i bet your parents would buy that for their kids because water wings are kind of doofy but punk rock water wings are pretty well remember cool. linnea for her little girls had those like life jackets with water wings remember? yeah for they sure zip up the back so they can't like take them off and drown themselves in an accident so yeah yeah but we have to get her life jacket mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't want her to be an internet sensation so we'll do a little bit of video here you know just kind of having fun she can't you know consent well i just <laughs> do you remember what was his name uh guppy or puppy the guppy no oh it, palm yes jiff palm jiff palm right yeah he did he wasn't didn't get to be a dog no he didn't at all and they they used to take him no offense i didn't think it was very good well it was weird because we dogs don't want to be around that many people he was 10 years old too remember i know it's weird because he's kind of like that little uh fighter from dagestan whoever he is oh yeah the little kid that's not a he's kid he's not a kid he's a he's, he's a, a grown adult but he's he, like a, i don't know if he what do they call them he what's, some what's sort the of right, dwarfism i'm gonna say dwarfism of some sort yeah, of I, I, I don't know his, what the his actual diagnosis or term. whatever yeah. but uh th that gif palm also looked like a young puppy but it was old yeah and it just felt wrong and like well there was lines of like people like, that want to take pictures i mean and i happened to catch the woman walking up with it and got a photo she seemed very nice by the way super nice but i i just don't like it i feel like dogs need to be dogs kids need to be kids also they made him walk on his front legs. I know. With his back legs in the air. Although lots of dogs do that, I guess. I My know, mom was telling me that the, the, uh, Charlotte even does it sometimes. She'll kick her legs up. What? Not like walking, but like she'll kick him up for oh, a bit. That's kind of cool. She's strong. Strong. <laughs> I saw a, handstands. a biped uh, dog. Uh-huh. He, so the dog Doesn't uh, have has, any front arms or It's or missing front legs or back uh, one of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it has three legs, but the, the one leg is, is kind of damaged. It learned from another dog that had use of all its legs. Now, this is an internet story, but... So, okay. So, you said it had three legs, but one is damaged. Does that mean it only has two that are one really is, working? One is missing. Uh -huh. The other front one doesn't seem to have uh, a lot of bone structure. It, it kind of just looks like it... it oh, uh, maybe it had like a birth defect or something. Yeah, okay. something like this. Okay. But there, there's a limb. Mm -hmm. However, this dog learned from another dog, or so the TikTok... It's what they tell telling, you. Yeah. Learned how to walk on its hind legs and its thighs are, <laughs> it looks like. It's, it's super yoked. Thunder thighs, you know, like this, <laughs> this dog and it, it, it's bolt upright mm -hmm. and its head is on a swivel. It's looking, it looks like a person walking. It's really quite interesting. But that's funny. And I think that's one of the neat things about the internet. So I'm torn. I don't like animals to be exploited for 
well, they should, unless you want to watch get, our dog. They should get to still be animals. You can film your dogs being crazy or cats being funny. Yeah. Like I follow this cat on TikTok that has all these funny meows. Oh. And um, one of them is like the opera meow. And it's like, and you're like beautiful what? that's like maria Kala. i bet i could even pull it up and we could just listen to the sound oh, do you think we get in trouble I, you don't like it well i like cats but from you a distance like it? from I, a distance i like it you know i might have shared it with you is there an equivalent for dogs for like a catnip is there dog nip do you know i don't know or is that just food? I think that's called treats. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. Someone I, you told me someone from your community told you that hot dogs would be the treat to to get yes uh so, uko said that you want them to come like the the instruction of the dog to say come and have them run to you. You want that to be like the strongest thing you teach them because you always want them to, to come to you and like be with you, right? Because if they're running away or if they're getting in trouble, you want them to come. And she said that the best thing you can do is do grilled hot dogs. Grilled? Now they have a she preference on how they, they're cooked? Yeah. Dog are particular. Well, I froze them. I chopped it into little bits and I froze them. And she loves these little mm -hmm. ice cubes. Meat. She meat loves cubes. ice cubes. She thinks ice cubes are treats. Right. Well, we've upgraded that to uh, hot dog meat flavored cubes. meat cubes. Yeah. Because she doesn't have any people food. That's probably the only people food that she will get. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. So that was puppy chat for this week. Puppy chat. If you're getting bored of it, uh, you can let us know in the comments. But you it's, know, you're probably gonna hear a lot of it just because that's what's going on in our life. Yeah, it's ever present. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I cleaned up a lot of vomit yesterday too. Yeah, she got sick, but she eats everything, and mm. we can't watch her like twenty four seven. Bark. Uh, there's Plants. some sort of fungus or whatever that lives on on the oak trees here, and she if the sticks fall, she loves that stuff, and I, I can't clean up all the sticks in the yard. And like defungicide it. Yeah. That might make her more sick. And then the purple plant that used to live in the backyard, but is now. Uh, <laughs> RIP purple plant. Yeah. That's gone. I was like, we're gonna have to replace that. But I don't know why she wants to eat that one in particular. Maybe Probably we can't have good. that plant. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a beautiful uh, plant. But the previous owners had, uh, had dogs. So I think they were grown. So once we're around, when she's like two years old, we could probably replant a purple plant. She wouldn't eat it. Should we check on her right now? Yeah. Do a Take break. a little pause. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Take a little pause. Take four of them. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm the working, dog is training. Been working on that. I know. But overall, to end puppy, I feel like puppy talk doesn't really work. I feel like we should have alliteration. You know, like our puppy puppy parlance. Pup, yeah, puppy parlance. Um, <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually a pretty good dog yeah yeah, yeah. minimal uh, we just have to we watch her all the time and that's the thing doing the podcast has been tricky because we were trying to do it right now we're doing it on a, in the morning because she usually naps but because she was sick the other day no nap yeah her schedule is all out of sorts so it's making our schedule all out of sorts yes it is <laughs> it's okay i got up early or early what's and it was my turn to get up and five o'clock is early seven o'clock is not early let's be honest i know but it's early for us well I i've been watching that tv show on hbo max mm -hmm. thank you by the way for getting hbo max i was done with i know netflix, netflix and, and prime. amazon in prime the thing i hate about prime and sorry we'll get back to hbo max but the thing i hate about prime is that you'll be going through the shows and you'll be like yeah 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 i want to watch that i want to watch that and they're like that's cost me money or wait, I have to watch like a shitload of commercials. Oh, you want to hear something else? No, thank you. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, about Amazon. 
Oh. I just received an email. <gasps> did you what? receive the email? No. Or I did, I did not that I saw. Call this segment, Dear Jeff Bezos. Get your hands out of my fucking pockets, dude. Oh, they're trying dude. to charge you or something? It's because I don't have an Amazon account. You do. So in this email, <laughs> mm -hmm. Jeff, I know you wrote it. Come clean. Tell us. <laughs> Dear Sean. Yes, Jeff. It says, uh, in light of the cost of operations, we're not making enough money, yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to be charging you $10 for every grocery delivery now. Seriously? Yeah. Are you lying? No, no. I got the email and it said, dear Sean. Why didn't you tell me this sign, earlier? And it said, love Jeff at the end. I was like, no, that's son of a. You're like, you fucking yeah. piece of trash. Sean, uh, my mega yacht is. It's not as mega as. Turns out Elon's, it's a little expensive, you know, to get to space and stuff. Are you lying though? No, I'm not lying. It's $10 every time you want to order groceries now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so with Prime. Instacart, I guess. Prime purchase or Prime. Uh, Optimus Jeff Bezos Prime purchased uh, Whole, Foods. Whole Foods, which we used to shop at because they have, and it's expensive, which sucks, but they do have quality food and we're trying to make sure that we don't eat hormones and yeah. whatever, we, we try to, pesticides. Yeah, so we, we try to be keep it clean. good. Yep. Anyways, I think we're going to dump them. We're breaking up with you, Jeff. Well, we don't, it's not I'm a, moving on. It's, it's not a subscription. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> and it's your mega yacht and your giant penis flying through the sky. I know, got to get in a penis and fly the sky. I wish you would get in that giant penis and fly away, never to be seen no. again. I mean, he doesn't run Amazon anymore, by the way. I don't know why no. he even wrote me that letter. But, 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 okay. So the thing about Jeff Bezos that I appreciate is the fact that he has really good ideas, right? Like, who I remember Amazon back. Does he? How, how many people out there have used Amazon? It wasn't Everybody. like he made something special happen. He was like, hey, he, I want to sell books on the line, on, on the computer. It wasn't like but that was before he invented something. He was like, let's put books online. Did you have the idea, Sean? Yes, You're I about just didn't execute age. on it. Mm -hmm. no, I'm, he's a lot older than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I always get frustrated. <laughs> oh, you just peeked into the microphone it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> okay. But I don't I get frustrated when people like, well, uh, no, they because He's created things that like we use. I'm mocking Kate. I'm this is no, I know. facetious. I know, but people do it online. I'm making a point. Oh. Is that if you don't think that they deserve to make money, then you come up with something better. No, I, I recognize this. <laughs> and they, they did transform things. But what they did was they transformed things and in hindsight it mm -hmm. appears that it's a little nefarious because the results are not Yeah, it's not good. You know, Sure, we're getting cheap goods. We well, have yeah, it. Sure, not they helping. show up like two seconds after you fart the order out. the The order shows up at your doorstep. Yeah. It is not necessarily the best for the environment. Mm -hmm. It is not necessarily the best for the workers. The from what we've heard yeah. now, I don't know. But peeing in a cup while you're driving does not seem because yeah, you can't take breaks. Yeah, and I know. And that who knows? I mean, the you know, whatever. Allegedly, Still. by the way, we don't know if this is true. Yep. Allegedly, we should go undercover, undercover Amazon employees. Mm. That sounds fun. So can you say that in the microphone, please? <laughs> just, the two of us from the floor of Amazon with our podcast. Oh, my God. No, no. We're workers here. We, we're workers and we demand. I don't, I don't have time. Again, I don't have time. I already feel overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> and what would Roxy do? I have to wear in like a, a doggy well, we'll, Bjorn. We'll dress her only up getting our, bigger. as our guru or something, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I Okay. Sorry. Back to puppy parlance. Um, I like that puppy parlance. Did you I, just come up with that? You did. Oh, thank you. Um, 
she was napping at my feet and then um she doesn't really bark and so the ups guy was dropping off her crate and he put i saw him put this big box up and he knocked on the door and i was like oh and i was like thank you you know blah blah and he's like of course he goes actually i have one more you know one more box for you so i'll go get it right now and as i opened the door to get out to get the box i'm talking 10 seconds homegirl get wakes up runs through the entire living room all the way to the front door comes through my legs pushes her way out and runs to greet the ups driver thank god she's not like a runner she's really likes people from a dead sleep yeah wow. well not dead sleep like a nippy nap do you know what i mean she wasn't like okay. but she was like chewing and then she fell asleep okay and then he showed up and then she Boom. and i thought i had time to go out and get the box and bring it in you know then it's not like the door was like wide open i like creeped out anyway but the ups driver really likes her he's met her before not in that way but like he he's seen her from the gate and he'll go pet her through the fence anyway he picked her up and brought her back he was holding her like this and then he created her like a baby and he's like here you go and i was like thank you here's your bundle of mischief i know and i was like i'm so sorry and he's like no she's adorable it's okay and i was like it's really not though there's a ups driver on instagram there may be more now but yeah with my, the dogs yeah my the nephew shane had introduced me to that uh-huh they're cute yeah and they've got different bags of treats i may have mentioned that in the previous podcast maybe then. you know i don't know but she gets really excited to see all of them yeah even our amazon delivery guys she gets excited so i had to laugh uh, okay ha 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 that sounds funny <laughs> It's like the office. Remember when Dwight and Angela are like when they break up yeah. out to dinner? She's like, I heard a joke today. He's like, that's funny. She's like, it was. I was like, this is the weirdest silence. conversation. It's so awkward. <laughs> Both such great actors. Um, okay. So you heard a joke or heard something funny? Or no. Well, as everyone knows, the uh, just like when you unmask a magician, mm -hmm. Father Zubir turns out that that's my dad in well, real Well, I life. knew right away and I gave it up. I'm sorry, because his voice okay. his voice is so distinct. I was hoping we'd have that secret. So he's going to have to come in with a new character at some point and we'll have to, you know. Keep it under wraps. I'm not a good liar. No, you won't have to keep it. He'll have to be able to get it past you. And mm. so he'll have to change his accent up. But anyways, it was funny <laughs> because he calls himself the radical priest in this character. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very it, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, a Quebec. I always assumed he wrote the scripts of these things. He does. Oh, I thought you said he didn't. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, no, he writes them. They're just oh, like okay, cute. funny thoughts or whatnot. But uh -huh. so I I wanted to have an image come up on the screen mm -hmm. when his when he was doing his speak by Oh, like his little circle of like his avatar. Uh, an avatar, him. right. So I'm looking up, I, I type into the computer. Father Dubuque. Dear Google, you know, I'm praying to the Oracle. <laughs> Give me an image of a radical priest in Quebec. Hmm. And what did it return? Not even like it was instantaneous. Boom. A bunch of images of it's kind of funny. They're they're the priesthood is full of wacky dudes. Like they're they're characters just like humans. You know, they come well, in all sorts of say, yeah, everybody's different, right? Right. So if you ever Google that you'll see what I'm talking about. But there was prominently within like the first four images that shows up a dude who looked exactly like my father that is hilarious the father looks just like my father <laughs> playing my father except he's wearing these round spectacles and he has tattoos like bosch on his oh, arms cool. and he's got his arms crossed and so i put it in the video previously but if someone showed me a photo and said hey your dad dressed up like a radical priest you'd be like oh that is my tattoos dad. on his arms i'm like that's my fucking dad that's weird it's the funniest thing so anyways i used that in previous episodes and well i'll put it up on the screen now we'll play a we'll play, play a, a speak and we'll put it on the screen if you don't know what we're talking about 
it's because you're listening to the podcast. You're not watching the podcast, but basically you can some, imagine. Yeah. You'd let your imagination run wild. Basically Bosch. Remember those things called imaginations? Right. Before we had all sorts of internets. You're so good at this, Katie. I don't know how to, do I just oh, hold it here, up? I'll do it. Okay. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not even into it yet. Okay. Here we go. And okay. You got your volume up. That's good. Here we go. Salut tout le monde. This is Father Zuberk from Letzerk. Some of my sheep ask me, Father Zuberk, what make you such a radical priest? Oi, as radical Cohen would say. This Oi. is a very shaky ground at the moment. Huh? The bishop said, Zuberk, do it by the holy book. We don't want no heretic investigation here. <laughs> so I think the first requirement for a good radical priest is to know when to keep his head down. Second, the radical priest must love everyone, and I mean everyone, even the person who keeps stealing your lunch at the office. That's what the real church is about. Jesus' words say, love each other. That's all. He don't say build a big expensive church. He don't say dress up in funny costumes. He don't say go around on TV and talk to Satan and ask people for money. No, he just say love one another. That's it. That's all. Okay, my sheeps. Till next time, remember to be kind and take good care of each other. It makes total sense. Well, that's that's just, he's speaking the truth. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of large, by the way, thanks for sending that in. It's mm-hmm. a great, uh, another great uh, bit of insight. It made me think about the size of the churches that we're seeing here in Texas. Oh, churches here are huge. Oh, my goodness. But also the love everybody. I mean, it, it's interesting. Is that we, agape love? What is that? Yeah, we call it agape love. What does that mean? Is that Spanish? Uh, I actually don't know the origins of it. I just know it's like a, God offers you agape love. It means like no matter what, he loves you kind of thing. Hmm. It's not condition. It's unconditional. Which God? What do you mean? Which God? The God? Whatever. The the, uh, the God from the Old Testament, the New Testament. Uh, is there a different one? Yeah, I think there's all sorts of gods. Well, I mean. If I don't know enough religion. I don't even like religion. I don't no. even understand it. Okay. I think it's silly. But whatever God you want to pray to is supposed to, I would assume, offer agape love. Unless you have one of those, like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. Mean I mean, ones, that's a mean weird gods. question. No, well, there's a lot of gods that people pray to. I mean, well, I'm not talking about like Hinduism where they have a lot of gods. Mm. I'm talking like Christianity. Still- oh, okay. I like how you pretend that you didn't know. Oh, our dog is barking. I know her bark. What's she saying? She says, come get me. Roof, no, roof, she roof. says, I'm having so much fun outside and I have so much energy. Oh, okay. So we don't have to go get her. I don't think so. Okay. She's probably just barking at someone walking by. It'll be okay. And I asked our neighbors because she was barking at them because they came to say hi. And so she was like whining because she wanted to run free. And I was like, I'm sorry if she barks. We're trying to stop her from doing that. She's like, we don't hear her at all. She's a great dog. And I was like, okay, we think so. But glad you think so too. Sorry for that little break. We uh, had to go get the puppy from outside yep she uh was covered in dirt mm-hmm. and she got me very muddy the miracle okay. of editing we just cut that out <laughs> da, 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 da. and now she's laying down next to us and she should be taking a nap but she looks like she looks very suspicious but anyways it's time to get into a letter okay. are you ready yeah oh wait did we finish talking about religion i mean what else is there to say yeah i think we did I think so. Anyways, I appreciate I already this. had this pulled up. So I, I was... appreciate the speak pipes. If anyone wants to I send know. them in, feel free. The link is in the description as always. Mm-hmm. And it's good to hear your voices. And um, I hope you enjoy the Father Zuberk series. I enjoy it very much. We yeah. have a few left, so we'll work our way through okay. those. Thank you. 
think we're sleeping. She's good. Okay. This message or email is entitled names that sound fine in their native language, but are inconvenient in English. Uh, it's like, uh, we were talking about the German. No, uh, Norwegian. Is that where it was? Is in Norway? The, when he was in, what's the name of that show? Lillehammer. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I have the worst. I bet you people it's are like funny. Like this or point. something? No, that's mm. German. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So it says, hi, Sean, Katie, and everyone listening. I wonder if my name is offensive in some languages. Can you imagine you go somewhere and your name is like. Uh, yeah, it's like butthole. And you're like, sons of bitch. But are buttholes offensive? I mean, it's just not a pleasurable name. Nobody wants that name. Yeah, right. You don't want to be called like pimple. No, that's true. You know, you just don't know. Are our names offensive in your language? Let us know. Okay. So this is my first time writing in. My oh. name is Peter and I'm from the Netherlands. Hello, Hi, Peter. Peter. I have been listening from the beginning and really enjoyed all the stories being shared by you and everyone who is writing in. I would like to share something related to names in different languages topic. Okay. Oh, related to the names in different languages topic. I've been thinking about this for a while now and I'm almost coming to a point in at which I think the Netherlands should start classifying certain names as, let's just say, not really encouraged. Okay. Right? So like, yeah. you can't I'm intrigued. Name. Me too. It says, in light of the increasing... And Anglis Anglicization. Yeah. Okay. Angli so, so English. Yeah. Yeah. Anglicization of the Netherlands. Because everyone in the Netherlands does speak English when we were there. So we saw the people in the city did. I wonder if in the countryside there isn't. I just came across a band that's playing uh, ACDC. Uh -huh. But they look like country folk from, you know, uh, Georgia or something like that. Oh, funny. But they're from Finland. It's like some Finnish band that looks what? Yeah, so I wow. guess you know people are people wherever you go. Nothing yep. to do with your story. I'm sorry, Peter. I'll go ahead. It's just saying that you know everywhere people are people, like you said. I think because of media, mm -hmm. you know, we're able to get ideas across, and a lot of ideas compete. Things that are complicated sometimes don't win. Yeah, and uh, not that that has anything to do with anglicization, but uh, again, off topic. Yeah. <laughs> How do you spell anglicization? A-N-G-L-I-C-I-S-A-T-I-O-N. Oh. Makes sense. She's good. She's being good. Okay. But let's, we're just, we're, let's get on with Peter's digging. letter. Okay. Is it Peter, P-E-T-E-R, or uh -huh. is it Piotr, or Peter without a second There's Peter e? with D, P-E-D-E-R, but this is Peter, P-E-T-E-R. Pedersen. Yep. This is Peter, P-E-T-E-R. Okay. Okay. Enough of the spellings. Back to the anglicization. Okay. So. They should not be encouraged, we're saying. So in light of the increasing anglicization of the Netherlands and the ever-increasing, in, this is, in, I agree with you, Peter here says, and the internationalization of the world, there are some Dutch first names that are just plain embarrassing in the English language, oh, I don't know which sucks that. because, well, wait, you haven't even heard them yet. I know, but. The two both female names that I've come to think of so far are Joke oh. and Floor. Fleur. No, floor, F-L-O-O-R. Oh, that's unfortunate. And joke, J-O-K-E. Like, that's what they say. That's what if you're, like, my sister is Kimberly Ann. Uh -huh. What if you're a joke floor or floor joke? <laughs> right? Oh, like a hyphenated first name. Yeah, right. Turd middle. bucket. You're like, damn, I really got the short end of the stick <laughs> on that. That's turd bouquet. <laughs> uh -huh. We are fully napping. I'm very proud of her. Oh, so uh, we've placed the puppy down here. Mm -hmm. Hopefully she becomes a puppy that enjoys podcasting. You know, and just like control. chills out. We've had a really tough time. So if you've noticed in the past like three or four episodes where we're a little scattered and there's lots of edits, 
It's because a little pupper doodle down there. Has nothing to do with me being a bad podcaster. <laughs> blame it on the dog. Just like when you fart. You're a great podcaster. You yeah. Know, the, if you fart, if you make any kind of weird noise, blame it on the dog. I mean, Katie turned to me and she's like, did the dog fart? I said, yes. And she said, no, that was you. <laughs> that didn't happen. I know it when it's you. I know it when it's you. Her farts are something else. Okay. So anyways, joke and floor. Yes. Back, sorry, Peter. We're all over the place. Focus, Katie. The first one, joke, is in speaking, probably the preferred one of the two as it's pronounced uh, yoke. Yeah, I think yoke. 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 I'm not good with the pronunciations, Peter. I'm sorry. Especially when... And he like wrote it all properly too. You know when you look in a dictionary and they show you how the word is supposed to be pronounced? Yep. I was never taught that so good. Me... <laughs> I didn't do my book learning very good. No, but I don't know. Like, what, what are they I trying to, to say? There's like the the letter is is italicized. Yeah, the e is upside down dash, in here. Or like, you just made it even harder for me to understand what the word is. I learned it in one English class in one part of school for like one semester, and I promptly forgot it. Squiggle line bracket dash mark italicized e. He did it properly, um, but I have to go into Google and put it in and have it say it. You know where it shows the mouth, and it's like you say it this way, and I'm right. like, okay. So, yeah, I'm not sure. But the second one, floor, is pretty much pronounced the way you would think. Oh, so joke isn't pronounced joke. It's probably like joke or something. I'm yeah, just I don't know how they up. use the J in the Dutch language. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Peter will tell us, and I probably should figure that out. But okay. Now, these are two perfectly normal Dutch names. But in English, I just can't get around how much it, how it must be to introduce yourself to a native English speaker, right? My What's name is name? Floor. You're like Fleur, Come and you're on. like, no, Floor. You having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad. Yeah. Or just while communicating in English, especially in writing. It's true. Which is probably why I, why a rather well-known Dutch travel show presenter whose name is Florchi, Floor, Doctor Flouchy. No, F L O O R T J E. Florchi. Florchi. Florchi introduces herself as Flora. Oh yeah. Yeah, you just have Fauna, to come up, flora. I think you'd have to come up with a name similar to yours that you're okay with. Like if your name was Floor, you'd be like, I'm Fleur. People would be like, Fleur, like flower. And you're like, yes. And if your name is Joke, you're like, my name is Jen. Or, yeah. Yeah, my name is Jen. Yeah. I don't I don't have a rhyme for that. <laughs> Roll call. No. Okay. <laughs> well, you could be like a hip hop artist. They just make up a new name for you, like uh uh Floor Diddy or you know, Floor dot Carter, you know. Why are we talking about rappers? Well, because they they take on all sorts of monikers. Oh, you could have like we could have a pen name too if you're a writer. Nom de plume. A nom de plume. Nom de fleur. A nom de fleur. Okay. Um. So to all the upcoming Dutch parents, I say, please just choose something else. Your child will thank you. Oh. I agree. I agree, Peter. Keep it up. I'm loving the podcast. Kind regards, Peter. Cool. I'm so glad. And thank you for writing hey, in, Peter. Send snacks. <laughs> i love no i'm just kidding you don't have to send snacks but i loved the snacks when I, when we were oh, in yeah uh, amsterdam i couldn't get over the food i thought what is this magical land it's delicious oh my goodness first of all omelette where we'd have breakfast all the time in dish pipe the pipe how did we say it we were saying it wrong the pip the pip is in that it, pip. what it is mm -hmm. I think in it's the pip, the pip. Mm -hmm. it's a, a neighborhood yeah in yeah. amsterdam yes and Oh it, my goodness, that omelet place, omeleg. Omeleg, yeah. I think omelette. that's how you say it. I don't know. They had. Uh, we I've said Dej Pipe forever until some lady's like, oh, the pip. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a pip squeak. 
Uh, Even out that way, we went tremendous. Out. What do you do with your chickens? There, they taste so good. So Everything tasty. chicken was good, and all the good cheeses, and all the. I did not like the, the chicken cheese and the, <laughs> and the huge G and T's, which we the... talked about already. It was just a fun place. I want to go. I I miss travel. I miss travel, Sean. I miss it's a summer. common theme in our podcast for sure. I'm seeing people traveling, and I'm not sure if it's a lot of people are going like South Africa, like pretending. And I I get it, and I have to be honest. Life goes come, on. Come next summer. We're going to just do what we're going to do. And we're going to just use the precautions we can because. Oh, not me. I, well, yes. Well, how long till we don't like we haven't seen your dad in how long? We haven't seen your sister in how long? How long are we going to put this off? I'm thinking of getting a giant bubble, be the bubble boy. And I'll just roll like a hamster in a in a ball through the airport. And I'll just meet you there because yeah. I don't want to be seen with you in this bubble situation. Why not? You could walk in there with me. Mm -mm. We'll get a bubble for how two. How do you go pee? Well, you, you kind of have to. Put a little privacy towel up you know you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> wanna... how do we eat how do we uh, you bring snacks you put the snacks in a backpack and you walk inside the bubble so i've thought about all this this is very easy <laughs> to travel in the bubble bubble boy how do you get on the girl. plane well you you have to let some fly private <laughs> <laughs> you're like stuck in a, in a you know you suffocate yeah like han solo and when he's you know frozen when you get in those things you can only be in them for so long there's only so much oxygen well, are we wearing like a with, scuba tank? And it's gonna explode. Roxy's gonna be in there. We're gonna get uh, the the you know be. Oh, she'll part, fart and part, we'll just fart, like die. And, yeah, you'll die. <laughs> I haven't thought this part. There's how how difficult bringing a puppy into your life is. You know, you have to uh, you have to think about all sorts of things. Like, but she's so cute, all curled up like a little baby. Yep. Okay. It was, it was her nap time. Okay, on to the next letter. Yeah, thanks for writing in, Peter. Yeah, um, we loved it. You don't have to send snacks, but if you want to send snacks, you <laughs> well, well, the snacks. I'm just kidding, but we'll send snacks to you if you want. If you want American snacks, we'll. <laughs> I'm gonna make Sean do it because I'm the one that goes to the post office, and I don't have time for that. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing around because you know. Because that's what Sean does: make yeah. promises he can't keep. You know why I keep saying <laughs> snacks is because right across from me, there's a bag of. I just realized it: a bag of dog snacks, Wilderness Wild Bites, the mm -hmm. one with the wolf on it. Mm -hmm. She hadn't had her snacks those particular ones yeah. for a while and she was so excited but she was burned out on them for a little bit yeah i think it's because we only had that that kind because it's the blue buffalo i think it's brand yeah variety yeah. is the spice of life and then her food is the blue buffalo although i did get her some stella and chewy brand uh raw food mm. we're gonna try a little bit of those little raw cakes yeah it's interesting whatever there's a whole debate you guys about grain free or not when it comes to dog food and i had no idea and frankly i could give this many fucks it's more about like what's in the food in general i think it's as long as you're not putting soy in there because i think soy gives er, soya <laughs> yeah i didn't realize that canadians say soya well we knew it because our nephew's wife is allergic to soya and they say soya and i'm like yeah, you mean like, soy i've been like gone too S -O -Y? long why because they spell it s-o-y-a which is so strange i was uh typing with typing with geez i'm old uh i was communicating with someone on <laughs> through Instagram. the internet yeah on the interwebs i was in a chat room there's a, a yahoo chat room mm -hmm. a, an illustrator i really like mm -hmm. illustrations i when someone is very competent at graphic arts I, i'm blown away yeah there's this guy sean really likes and we we might try to get him to create something for our podcast yeah his name is illustrator dean wonderful wonderful work he does all sorts of things but uh, he said, oh, I see that you're a Canadian. Uh, you know, uh, I said, yeah, how about you? He said, oh, yeah, yeah. But he lives in San Diego. Oh, okay, yeah. And I told him, I said, but it's been so long since I lived in Canada, you know, going on 20, 22 years, 23 years, maybe more. Um, yeah. I'd have to look. 
look in the calendar, do my gazintas. Well, but, you've been here since 1998, correct? Uh, no, before that, 97. Okay, so 97, so 2007, 2017. And then what, we have five years, well, four, so 24. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Time keeps on ticking, 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 ticking. Into the future. Because we've been together <sighs> for 13 years. Right, so I told the guy, I says, guy. I says. <laughs> I typed, I said, yeah, uh, Canadian, but I've been in the States for so long, I kind of feel like a fraud, you know, uh, well, yeah, when I'm like, talking about things that are Canadian, because I didn't even know that they say in soy. Quebec they say soya. I always thought it was soy. And I wondered, maybe I said, Sean, may, yeah, maybe there's like a registered trademark in one of the big brands or one of the big manufacturers of- Like gobbled of, it up? Yeah, and just started calling it soya. But then I heard Europeans saying soya. Do you what say do you, soy or soya where you're from? And then is it soya bean or just soya sauce? <laughs> it just sounds I'm saying wrong. Because I'm a soy bean. Yeah, it, it sounds like you're like wrong. trying to zhuzh it up. Hey, you know what? You can picture a table full of marketing people, soy. It's kind of boring. How do, we, how do we dress soy it up? Soya. Yeah. Whoa, that's a little too much. <laughs> yay, soy. Oh, I like that. Mm. But soya. Ah, oh, it's satisfying. Oh. Let's go with soya. That sounds disgusting. But anyway, I only know. It's better than soy. Mm. And when I do, because I get a soy, an ice soy latte, grande ice soy latte is my jam at Starbucks. And when I go to Quebec, I have no problem ordering it. Nobody corrects me. But when they bring it out, they say, and we have an ice soya latte. Like, I think, because it's they so They draw close. an American flag on it. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> here you go, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Loser. Enjoy your soy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, soy beans, soy milk. So we're just, it's just soy. I'd like to know if. Yo, yo soy Sean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. It's yo soya Sean. See? Oh my God, now Spanish is going to get into this and get so confused. There's a lot of interest. Did, did they say soy? I wonder if they use that word in a Portuguese or, you know, other similar, other romance languages. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, do you say soy or soya? Big debates here. Where you are. Where do you fall on this spectrum? I think soya sounds stupid. Well, <laughs> we know where Katie stands. Every time I hear someone say it, I'm like, you're saying it weird. Why are you saying it so weird? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm going to start saying, do you have soyum? Soyum. Soyum. You know, it's like sodium, but not. Oh, I'm sorry. Soy. Ah. Ah. So yay. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> What's in this? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Ready? Well, that killed about five minutes. Yep, we're good. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this is from Cameron. Hey, Cam. I just short. I, I felt so comfortable. I just shortened his name. Boom. I do or this. her name. I don't know. Maybe I, her. I know Cameron. Such. I love that name. That's a. Caleb's fiance, Cameron. Yep. I like that name. And also uh, Cameron Bure. Uh, she was on Full Cameron House. Cameron Diaz, Cameron. Cameroon. There's that a country. Who's the director that did Waterworld or whatever? Cameron. James Cameron. Never mind. He didn't do Waterworld. Oh, I thought he did. Which is Titanic. possibly. That's what yeah, I was thinking. Titanic. saying it weird. Okay, moving on. Cameron. Before we move on, because you oh. invoked Waterworld, mm. I must tell you, <laughs> I saw that in the theater. I never watched it, and I never will. Don't ever watch it. It's worse than Ishtar. It is. What's Ishtar? Exactly. I never watched that either. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for confirming my. <laughs> Ishtar is terrible, and it was the worst movie ever made until Waterworld. I don't really watch films anymore. Me either. Although, funny enough, so my roommate in college, Veronica, her favorite film was Kentucky Fried Movie. Mm. And Sean and I watched that together it's the other funny. day. Did we already tell them about yeah. this? Okay. 
Well, my nephew, Justin, mm-hmm. when he was younger, was uh, like most kids, his, his uh, generation, his age, was obsessed with Pokemon. And oh, yeah, and you saw the yeah, Pokemon 3000 or what? Yeah, my stepdad, myself, and uh, uh, Justin go to the movies to entertain him because he had come to California. We went to see Pokemon 2000 in the theater. I remember when I haven't been out. back since. This was like in the early 2000s. That's not true because we went and saw... Uh, Thunder, uh, what's it called? Oh, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, that that's true. That was that a was a funny film. But I honestly think Pokemon Two Thousand ruined ruined me for a while. I couldn't figure out what was going on, and I still to this day have no idea what Pokemon's <laughs> about. I think you catch them, but I don't know. You do because like, you got to catch them all. They say but that. But do all you time. you battle someone else? I don't know. I think you have to win the battle in order to catch them. Like you have to beat them to catch. When do them, they maybe? gather to do the magic? I don't know. Who's in charge? What's on first? Who's on second? Right. Nobody knows. Is it a Pog? They had Pokemon Oreos. Pogamon. That's what it is. They, I, I used to play Pogs, but I never really understood that either. And then you gather the magic. Yeah. My brother played that. And I actually really liked Gather the Magic. What is it? It's a card game. And some cards beat other cards. And you put, you have to put your deck together to be like, yeah, but the best What's deck. wrong with the regular card deck or deck of cards? It's not the same because these are like creatures and they have certain amounts of stars, I think, or some kind of power. And then if you get another card, you can, some cards you can, it's almost like recipes, right? Don't get me wrong. I like uh, like games, but but I just, I don't know the rules. And so I'm a little. It's like poker Mm -hmm. where a combination, you know, will help you win. So it's same in magic. It's like a certain combination of cards will help you win. Sometimes I'll be around a group of people who are younger than me. Mm -hmm. And then I feel it's not inferior, but I feel like a. Like, oh, hey, they're old guy. <laughs> because, oh, really? Yeah, because they start talking about, you know, the oh, glory Pokemon days of when they were playing Pokemon. I'm like, huh, yes. One, you catch them all. And two, that one's very rare. And two, and two you stop playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I always mean, say that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that was a rare one. The the Berkosaur or whatever, you know. I know. They always have these silly names. But I tried playing the, the Pokemon Go, yeah, the video did. game. And honestly, I thought it was very dangerous. But it was such a trend. I was like, Katie, you should get on this and make a video I did. It. And I had to read all about it. Well, <laughs> like I have an idea and I pass the ball to you. And he then always I, does that. And sometimes I, I'll say, I don't have the bandwidth and I just ignore it completely. Uh, but sometimes with that one, I was like, it was a big deal. And I think it is good. People were moving and I think it's yes. good to have people move more, especially in light of like COVID and everything. However, mm-hmm. the op- so it was very good that people were yep. getting off the couch, playing video games and getting out into the world and moving around. Yes. I actually thought it was a cool concept for a game. I still think it's cool. Mm-hmm. However, however, this terrifies me. Someone's like this and they're walking or riding a bicycle. Well, that's how people fall into uh, fountains in the mall and get hit by cars. And that's and why tripping. I'm an advocate for AR type glasses. Mm. Um, you're not more aware, honey, if you're watching a game. No, like silly. A, no, you're not watching the game. It's like a heads up device where you, you, you have an overlay. So you're not you're not looking at a screen. You're looking in the real world and there's there's additions of graphics distracting still, know. still have accidents do you use it in the car when we're driving the heads-up display that's on the dashboard that like is the speed t- and but that's like totally that. different it's not a game no, and not I, like after something it's like your speed is 25 oh, miles an hour can you imagine why isn't pokemon go doing this why aren't they putting that in cars okay be driving all over the freeway i'm gonna get them collect them all because <laughs> that's what Waze is i don't know who the genius at Waze was developed in israel by um, I forget what his name is. Anyways, uh, he, they sold it to Google, right? So, but Waze was, was that Ariel's of, brother. Yeah, that. Thank you, Ariel's yeah. brother. Yeah, developed that, and then they sold to Google. Mm-hmm. 
but it's gamification of maps. And while in theory it's good, but I don't know who has the time to like to interact with it. Like I just use it as a map. I see yeah, my little uh, my little piton, my little thing. Your car, your my little, car. Your people with avatar. a ninja sword mm -hmm. driving around the map, and I'm I'm collecting points. I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but the people are leaving little cookies or it's not coins. cookies so sometimes through ways which i don't even know if they do this anymore because i think it was they took it away because it was dangerous mm. but you can put on the map like oh hey there's construction here and that will help the map no don't send people this 5 way. you know and they got the little police officer with yeah the they'll, blue put, hat. they'll say there's a police spotted here or there's object on road or and you can add those things i as i'm driving don't have time to do that if you were in the passenger seat and you're manning the navigation you could add that stuff in but that they used to as you drive during traffic and stuff you could pick up like extra it was like little candies oh, and little oh. extra points you'd be like what i do and you'd get extra points and Did i don't you feel good about sitting in traffic i guess so but i just never even knew what the points were supposed to be used for you could like level up and it'd give you access to more avatars so you could be like they'd have themed ones like around halloween you could be like spooky like turns out people didn't want that they just wanted a map well just <laughs> you want a map that gets you around traffic as someone from los angeles oh like, my traffic goodness is, is brutal i was all for that until i found out that it can take you through some very dangerous areas totally uh one time katie and i were driving and we were supposed to get go from santa monica to Beverly downtown hills you guys i can't believe it i know we were scared we had to lock the doors these people are going to they are going to throw their Gucci and, bags at us try and, and purchase as much as they've ever honked before no but it took us through a, a really bad part of compton essentially because not all compton's bad by the way hub city no not at all my buddy jed uh was the beekeeper of compton mm -hmm. that was i mean a nickname that mm -hmm. and his uncle remember his car would get stolen all the time oh yeah he just go driving we have a buddy driving around looking for it yeah like up oh, there it is there it is and he'd go get his car that was crazy i i didn't spend much time in compton but i well, had been a couple of times downtown la is equally as dangerous when i used to work at st anne's and i might already told this on here but we i would always try to get to work like five minutes early because everybody was like very last minute and then i'd get to park in the garage underneath okay. but there's only like 15 spots there yeah and so like four people would end up having to park at the lot and the lot isn't wasn't gated or fenced right. and people would steal your license plate and so people started taking their license plates off and taking them in with them to work and i was like what that's and you, and that's how i learned to use an exacto knife on your tags and to cut it a bunch yeah. so if someone tried to peel it and steal it they couldn't peel it and steal it got to peel Rip it and steal it and, it. It. and then they'd get tickets you know or you'd have to buy more tags because they'd have stolen your tags. right it's all did um did alley digs alley alley i'm like who the <laughs> fuck are you talking about did alley digs uh go to compton high N uh no hollywood high? i'd have to ask her i don't remember hmm i miss it, her laugh Inglewood? i know i'm so her too. <laughs> we're gonna i tried to get her and daphne to come visit maybe. oh yeah that'd be fun we could have I mean, them on the pod if fun would be one world probably probably exhausting there when the two of those ladies are together that is uh hell on wheels and ali <laughs> likes to get up early that's my only frustration with her i love her very much but it's just funny she's like a 5 a.m person right yes well now she has the twins too so she's just busy but because we're two hours ahead maybe she'd sleep in oh uh, there you go maybe she just needs a vacation oh yes 100 mm -hmm. so anyway It'd be fun okay. to have them out. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cameron. Hi, Cameron. Sorry, Sorry this took us that. so long. But this, we're getting there. 
This email is entitled Roommate Story. Yes. I love these. I love all of these things. Names, roommate stories. It says, hello, Katie and Sean. I know a while back you guys asked for roommate stories, and I was debating if I wanted to write in, as it is my first time. Debating? You should be compelled. Yeah. Hello. We love hearing from you. But I decided to share my story. Yay. Now, this isn't the roommate from hell type of story. Okay. It's more like what I, or it's more what I like to call the ghost roommate. The roommate from heaven. <laughs> and the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. So when I was about to graduate from college, my friend Paige and I decided we were going to live together for the year after graduation. We were both taking a year off to work before going to grad school. I did that as well. Smart, smart. We had lived together sophomore year and were now living in separate apartments within the same complex, but with other roommates. Since Paige was in a three-bedroom and her rent was a little cheaper than mine and I was in a two-bedroom, it was decided that we would move, or that I would move into Paige's apartment. Hooray! Now, this is an off-campus apartment that was catered to, oh, that catered to students and would place people randomly if you had an open room. Paige and I knew a random girl would be put into that third bedroom, but we were fine with it. We figured we could make a new friend. So I moved into the apartment, and a month later, the new girl was supposed to come. I believe she was in her senior year, but I'm not sure since she never talked to us much. She moved in, and she was nice, as well as her parents. But once her parents were gone, this girl acted like she wanted nothing to do with us. I wonder if she had, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend. Two-Face. Well, no, some people, like, tell their parents. No, they tell their parents, oh, I'm going to stay in this apartment, but they're really living with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. It happened all the time. I mean, in college, I feel like that's just, like, the norm for a lot of people. Okay. Now, I've struggled with social anxiety, and I would never want someone to feel left out or alone, so I did my best to talk to this girl. On the off chance I would see her during the day, I would invite her to cook or eat dinner with me and Paige and watch TV with us. She always declined. Sometimes we didn't see her for days. And even when she was in the apartment, she stayed in her room with the door shut and would only come out to come in or leave the apartment. Oh, so where where did she eat and what'd she do? Hmm. And at those times, she would ignore us or maybe just say hi. But that was the extent of our relationship. Muy misterioso. So this is what I mean by saying she's a ghost roommate. It's like she was there, but not there. This girl even had a mini fridge and a microwave in her room and would keep all her groceries in her room. I find that so bizarre. I think it's an internet hacker. Well, sometimes it can be anxiety driven, like the person, you know, Cameron saying that, you know, they have anxiety, social anxiety. Maybe this is the person who invented Bitcoin. Satoshi. Sean has a lot of, I think she was probably had social anxiety. That's a gassy one. Did she just fart? Is that what that noise was? <laughs> I was like. Mm. Um, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. No, but I think, um. You know, like Cameron saying, she has social anxiety, and I have a feeling the roommate might have too. Oh, okay. Or some people I found through my times of having roommates, and I've talked about some funny roommates I've had, that they just aren't interested in making new friends. Some people just are those people. It's just your domicile. You're not really, you don't want to become super friends with the person you live with. It's trying to keep them separate. And And I do have to say that not being best, best friends with a roommate is probably the way to go. It's actually kind of nice when you're, Although you and Joe got along, but I'm saying for girls. But I everyone guess. has their own, you know, he had his group of friends. I had my group of friends. Yeah, and I think that's ideal. That's like Liz and I. We both had our own groups of friends, but we enjoyed each other's company. Yeah, because otherwise you're doing everything together. And, yeah. You know, and then you can get in arguments and things can happen and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So anyways. Did you touch my drum kit? <laughs> no. If you haven't seen Step Brothers, I highly recommend. Okay. So this is what she means by saying that she's the ghost roommate. It's like she was there, but not. This. Um, she kept all her groceries in her room. Whenever she was home, we would hear her talking and laughing on the phone. Paige and I accepted she just wasn't interested in being friends with us, and that was okay. But then, about six months in, things got weird. Don't get strange. 
one day I was at work and I got a text from Paige saying, I'm about 99% sure that our roommate has a baby in her room right now. What the actual fuck? I thought to myself. Has the baby been there the whole time? What? Was the baby born in the room? Right? Was she pregnant? No. What? Okay. So what the actual fuck, Cam? What I thought to myself. I got home and Paige told me that she was right. Paige was watching TV in the living room and shortly after she texted me, our roommate came walking out with an infant, met someone at the door, gave them the baby, then walked straight back into her room, closing the door, not speaking to Paige at all. That's weird. I think that's just a rude roommate. Is it her baby? Whose baby? This is (laughs) quite the Let's play the game called Whose Baby? Whose baby is that? I mean, it's fine if you don't want to be friends with us, but a simple explanation as to why there's a baby in our apartment would have been nice. This went on for a few weeks. There were some mornings on my days off where I would wake up at 9 or 10 a.m. to a baby crying in my roommate's nope, room, nope, 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 which nope. was adjacent to mine. It's not on the lease. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> pull out the lease. No baby clause. Number four. They can't have that. At the time, I was working 12-hour days at the hospital and would be off on random weekdays a lot, and I valued being to sleep, uh, being able to sleep in on those days. I hear that. Anyways, one night, me and Paige went out to dinner. When we got back, we were walking up the steps to our place, and there was a guy in front of us carrying takeout. We figured he was one of our neighbors or a delivery driver and didn't think much of it. But once we got to our floor, this guy headed towards our door, and our roommate was at the door with the baby. She gave the guy the baby, and then he gave her the food. That's an interesting interchange. Thanks for my Chinese takeout. (laughs) Here's the Do you accept baby? <laughs> Let's see, Mastercard, Discovery, baby. Yeah. Do you take infant? Um, wow! And then she went straight back into her room again, not speaking to me or Paige, despite the fact this exchange was happening right in front of us, and we were while we were trying to get into our apartment. Uh, Thanks that, for that's the a great dim sum. Here's il- illustration. I know. Swip swap. Snip snap. Okay. The whole experience living with her was odd. I never found out what the deal was with the baby, but my final theory is that she was babysitting and getting paid in takeout. (laughs) Hey, that's fair. I didn't ever know how to say her name because it's a unique name and she never formally introduced herself. So after a year, me and Paige moved out since I was starting PA school and Paige was moving. As strange as it was, I'll admit my ghost roommate gave me a good story to tell and me and Paige laugh about it all the time. What a weirdo though, you know, like, just be a little bit more friendly explain the situation a little bit i mean even like with i think i talked about this when we asked for these stories is like my roommate liz and i lived together junior and senior year of college no i'm talking about Paige and cameron i just think you guys are really weird the baby situation's fine (laughs) why no but (laughs) i'm just kidding sean's being silly but with liz and i we were like consistent and then yeah. we had Catherine in our other room for one year. And each semester we had somebody different in. We had Lugie girl I talked about. And then we had the other girl who shaved her entire body and took like hours to shower and had that crazy boy. She like expected her boyfriend to marry her and he left her anyways, really crazy. But even in those weird stories, they were still like somewhat friendly. We didn't know a ton about them. We didn't like hang out with them a lot. Every once in a while we go down to the cast also, together. They exchanging babies. For there were no babies for takeout. <laughs> You take baby? That's a really cheap babysitter fee. Like if I had a baby. Oh, I don't have any money on me. Do you take baby? (laughs) I'll never get old. Okay. We'll make a new one. (laughs) This one we didn't. And it does give you funny stories. Liz and I would always joke about, and even Catherine, like, oh my goodness. And I don't know if I told you guys this story, but we went, we, Catherine would be involved in all of these 
I don't even know what you'd call it. Uh, protests or uh, like college kids at protests. Yeah, like she was one of those like chain yourself to a tree so they don't cut it down type of people. And so every once in a while she'd invite Liz and I to go to something. And this one time it was Liz. Protests can be fun. You it, meet new people, you know, get to wear costumes, make signs. Well, it was Liz. Feel like you're doing Teddy something. and myself that went to this thing that Catherine was going to speak at. And it was the most bizarre. So it was like a Black Lives Matter type before Black Lives Matter was what it was. But then it was like, Teddy, who's Taiwanese, Liz, who's Japanese, and then myself sitting in the audience, and then Catherine giving the a talk. audience. We were sitting. Oh, it was. It was like, and then they went out to like go march or whatever. It was the weirdest experience of my life hmm. because I was like, "What's Catherine giving a talk?" She, oh, by the way, Catherine's just like a German girl. Yeah, like it was so strange. But hey, we're there to support. Yeah, <laughs> our friend's excited. She's involved in some kind of thing. We show up, man. But we were like, it was like 9 a.m. on a Saturday. I've never been more tired in my life. If you're going to, Portland does it right. They they riot at night. They <laughs> protest at night. Protest with firebombs at night. This was know. not that kind of thing. This was like some, you know, like everybody had their posters and you walk along. And I think it was me in my chair Oh, <laughs> when I moved. Anyway, but it was just funny. I was there like, was Catherine a- did not tell us enough about this thing and how we could be prepared for such an event. There was a protest in Montreal that I saw on TV once, and really it was exceptional. I hadn't seen this before, and it, w- it had something to do with uh, they were protesting the police in Montreal. And this, I think it's like eight years ago, nine years ago, but they had a barricade on one side with the police, and mm-hmm. on the other side were the protesters. Of course. And the protesters, I thought it was pretty funny, actually, a little sassy of them, a little mm-hmm. rapscallion-ish, you know, mm-hmm. but they had fishing poles. And, you know, on, on the end of the fishing pole was the line. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the line was a hook. And then donuts. I think we all, oh, donuts. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they were all fishing for police. Now, I, I don't have a, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really not that political. And whatever they were protesting is fine. Uh, I think as long as a protest is is nonviolent, I'm cool with it. But it was quite comical to see that that image, you know, and it's it's seared in my brain because they were having fun and the police were rolling their eyes kind of like, okay, you know, it reminds it's me true. Of, we do like donuts. <laughs> it reminds me of Wayne's world when they're like, they're like, we smell a pig. Remember? They'd be mm-hmm. like, bacon. Do you smell bacon? I smell bacon. Oh, don't you remember that? It's going to suck to be a police officer too. Oh, you know, totally. Like, no, but I was just, Wayne's world is ridiculous and they're like in the diner and they like, don't even they like know the police, like a small town. Right, right. It, and then he's like, oh, I get it, Wayne. Ha, ha, ha. Right. And they're like, <laughs> so silly. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Let me finish this letter. Yes. Okay? Sorry. Sorry. So Paige on her laugh about it all the time. And ghost roommate, on the off chance you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well. Living your best life. I wonder how old that baby is now. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how long ago this was. Um, it doesn't. I don't think it says how long What ago. if the baby is listening to the podcast? <laughs> Maybe that baby is... Go yeah. home, baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's my story. I hope it's not too long. Love you guys, and thanks for an awesome podcast. No, it's definitely not too long, and that is amazing, and that is also hilarious. It's great. And I love it very much. Thank you for sharing your story. Mystery, the ghost roommate. R- roommate stories are just hilarious. Like I think I even told you our roommate, uh, Catherine, would keep boxed wine under her bed, under her mattress. Who doesn't? And in our fridge. And it was funny because it's like Pepperdine's like a quote unquote dry campus. And everybody's like, catch me if you can. Because they never catch you. Did you ever hear about my roommate who had the the girl living in his closet? Yes. But I don't know if you've you've told me, but I don't know if you've told them. If, uh, if we, yeah, he has, just enjoy it again. Joe's cousin Angel, <laughs> who is really funny. Uh, 
he liked to play chess, but he- It's almost like the baby situation. Yeah, a- Angel was a little rough around the edges, you know, but he was funny. He was really a, a warm-hearted guy, mm-hmm. uh, but he had some crazy tattoos and he was dating this girl, um, Monica, I think was her name. Okay. Anyways, Monica came by one day and she had a bag, you know, like, and I thought they were going away on like a weekend or something. And, and I, I came back from work and no one was at home. Anyways, um, fast forward about a month later and Joe pulls me aside. He goes, Hey, have you noticed, is there some, like the water sometimes isn't like hot when you need it to be and you know oh like someone else is in our house yeah he's like dude you know like what he was a little baffled he's like do you think there's someone like is monica here and i was like i'm like monica here because my room was right next to angel's room i'm not doing a very good job of explaining the yeah, story so up the stairs in the house to the right would be joe's room right in front of you would be sean's room and then to the left was what ended up being sean's office but at the time was angel's room right right, right. and so so it's right next, it shares a wall with Sean's So room. when Joe planted this idea in my head a couple of weeks into it, I, I start doing my investigating because apparently it hadn't- it <laughs> Detective had, Sean is I'm on like, the case. Oh wait, one day Monica showed up with a bag and then I went to work and I thought they were going out of town, but no, she had moved in and she was living in the closet. Basically, like, that's where like they they hid all of her stuff, which makes sense. You're not really hiding it. You're putting well, the clothes Why would you just tell someone, hey, I want my girlfriend to move in? Well, because it costs more money, you know, that sort of thing. But she was physically abusive, and oh, one day there was a fight, and she she was you know getting like hitting Angel, and so Angel runs out. And he's like, I don't want you living in here anymore. <laughs> and I was like, What? The jig is up. Living here. So, uh, but then they it, it turned sour. Uh, he moved out. So did she. Uh, by oh, the way, but not because of that. She moved out because of that. He didn't move out because of that. He moved out a couple months later. Okay. And then he moved to Arizona and she followed him there. And he was like, I don't want to like be around her. Like against his will. Oh, yeah. Oh, and wow. then he, and she was really rough. She was pretty gangster. Like Ooh. Monica was, anyways, he came back from Arizona. And the next time I saw him, he had a tattoo of her name on, it, on his neck. Like You're kidding. Yeah. So I don't know if she, she made him get that or. <laughs> But Held him at I laugh because it's 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 so it's absurd. very scary. It was scary. I I was a little worried about her being in the house. You know that's wild. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had a friend have an abusive. I've definitely had. Friends. And I don't want to make light of an abusive relationship because it's not something to laugh. No, about, but, but that's it was, crazy. It was when you see Monica story. on his neck. Yeah, Jesus like Christ. she followed him to Arizona, and he was not really scared of her. I think so. Wow, she, she was the type of lady to be scared of. You know. Mm-hmm. She was great. Hey, she had girls crazy can be eyes. crazy too. <laughs> you know when someone has crazy eyes and you're like, mm, mm. That's don't, like me. don't make eye contact. That's like me and my last license, my my California license. Right. Because the guy was like, he made me retake. Well, he was nice. He didn't make me. He was like, you want to retake it? Your eyes are kind of closed because they were like half open. I look like half asleep. Like me on the podcast because of the lights. But I was like, you know, like half blink. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then so I tried to keep my eyes open. So in the next one, I'm like, <laughs> I look like a lunatic. And I was like, can I redo it? He's like, I get in trouble. I can do like one retake, and I was like, "What are these rules?" Do you remember the guy? Give me the one where I look kind of high. That one's better. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just like. <laughs> do you remember the guy at the Mexican restaurant uh, in Laguna Niguel where I used to live? We used to go on Tuesdays for Taco Tuesday. Ne- now next to Patsy's. Yes. And um, didn't they call him Crazy Eyes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, the whole family was <laughs> super those nice. Eyes? They the were fa- super. The family nice. ran the restaurant. They'd been there since the the strip mall had opened, maybe twenty plus years. Fantastic food. Uh, I'm gonna screw it up. Waxic, Waxican. Oh, Hawken. Oh, Hawken. 
Oops. Um, <laughs> sorry, okay. Mexico. Hey, we learned. They yeah, have like mole and man, their food was Oaxacan so good, good right? Yeah. And uh, the daughter was really nice. The mom was nice. The yeah, dad the daughter was, was nice. really nice. The brother was nice. I was friends with all of them. I don't but think But then I knew there was all. the other brother, crazy, crazy guys. guys. <laughs> and Sean Nichols and I would go in there pretty frequently, grab a beer and grab tacos. It was a dollar a taco and yeah, it was two dollars a beer. Super cheap. We went in there a couple great. times. However, crazy eyes. Um, got, I think he was, he was in, in jail. prison. And yeah, he got out. because he yeah. had robbed the restaurant. But because they're a family, of, they're a tight knit family that runs a restaurant, they let him work there. I don't know he, why they did it again after. It's yeah. like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool I was like, who's that dude behind the bar that one time? He has the rag, he's looking around like, <laughs> <laughs> his eyes are crazy. Oh, that's crazy eyes. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to make eye contact with him. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My buddy, Jamie, who, who would go in there, he'd been going there longer than I had. Mm -hmm. He was like, mm. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's a little rough and tumble, but crazy eyes. One day I'm in there. Uh, I got there a little early for happy hour for Taco Tuesday. Uh -huh. And it's me and Crazy Eyes. And he's like, hey, uh, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, You're like I'm, oh, do no. I'm doing good. <laughs> Moonwalk out of the situation. Yeah, he's like, you want some chips and salsa? I was like, yeah, that sounds good. I so actually then, do. But I'm friendly. I talk with everyone and I'm not going to take someone else's word for it. But I know this guy I just got into prison for robbing his family's restaurant. He's, he's working there. And, you know, he looks a little, you know, not shifty, but. He's got some Sketchy. weird weird energy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, we hit it off. We end up talking. I don't forget what we talked about, but you know. You can oh, hit it off with anybody. Where are you from? I'm like, uh, I don't know, from Montreal. Montreal? You know? yeah. like, don't make eye contact. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm just eating my chips and salsa. Uh. Anyways, we, we became friends. But that comes along with its own, you know, interesting complexities oh, yeah. because Crazy Eyes now is like, yo, you got my back. <laughs> You're like, no, I One don't. Night, there was a little bit of a... A, a kerfuffle during taco tuesday in the in the bar <laughs> he's like yo you got my back <laughs> um i'm gonna I'm go to the customer. bathroom Bye. <laughs> See you next i didn't tuesday. go back for like two months i was like man i hope that he has to, like not that he has to go back to jail or something but like i don't hope moves on from this yeah this like from our relationship you know? yeah, i was like damn it i gotta find a new place and he was so nice to me but when someone asks if they've got your back and like i don't want to have i don't want to go to prison you know? <laughs> Yeah, Holmes, I got your back. <laughs> so stressful. I just got my green card. Yeah. His sister even told me, she's like, hey, just don't, you know, pal around with my brother outside of work. It was something like that. You know, she's like, he, he's he's nice and he's he's on the mend. You know, he's not. But he's we not. don't think he's going to rob the restaurant. He doesn't have the keys to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Crazy eyes. He was funny. Yeah. He, he was super nice too. Jovial. Sometimes he'd come in singing. Well, I'm sure he's having a good, you know, he's having a good time. He wasn't in prison, so he's having a good day, you know? Hey, but man, I mean, was he into drugs or something? Because I feel like the yeah. only reason you'd rob your family. I think he had got involved, probably meth or something, like yeah. the scourge of uh, Southern California. And Washington. Like I, I think I told you guys, the place I used to work at where I worked as an espresso, at the espresso stand, the owner had a meth problem. Well, and so espresso I could, is just, it's like the baby brother to meth. Espresso she, is She didn't nasty. even drink espresso. No. She didn't need it. She was on the meth. Yeah. I mean, but I tried to cash my check once, you know, like my, I got paid payday and it would bounce. And so she told me, don't cash them. Just come in and I'll cash them through the register. Like, cause mm. she, you know, it was sad. She lost, she sold the, the place. It was like a, a gas station and then the little espresso stand, but it's yeah. still there. Somebody else just owns it now. But yeah, drugs are dangerous and scary and they can really make you do things that, you know. Yeah. That you wouldn't ordinarily yeah. do. Yeah. So crazy eyes, man. Hmm. I only went in there with you, I think, twice. Yeah, it was such a dark the, place. It well, was they like, remodeled it and they made it a lot nicer. But oh. by that time, we had moved up to um, 
uh, Santa, Santa Monica, Monica from yeah. Laguna. So that's the story of Crazy that's Eyes. That's the story. Great food, though. And uh, a nice guy. Just yeah. When he asked if I had his back, I had to lie. You're I was like, like I... <laughs> You're like, no, I think I have diarrhea. <laughs> eh, quit. <laughs> Shmava, I'm out of here, buddy. <laughs> We're not that good of friends. I, I mean, I don't ever want to have a friend that says that in a way that means physically have their back. Right. Like, I've got your back, like, emotionally, super supportive. I'll listen. His brother was super cool. He was going to be an actor, and uh, he was oh, up yeah, in L.A. Yeah, I remember. Eric, mm -hmm. super nice guy, you yeah. know? Um, it was just the one brother. You know, sometimes you have enough kids, and, and then you have one more. And it's But I think maybe he was the oldest. Anyways, we can move on. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. The story of crazy eyes. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of, uh, like you know crazy eyes i don't know why it made me think of this but we had to figure out what we want to be for halloween i'm gonna be crazy eyes okay <laughs> we have a letter from laura and it is entitled river tales awful fashion advice from princess diana oh hmm, okay i think that's how you'd say it. maybe river tales awful and then fashion advice from princess diana we'll find out we'll dig in uh, says, were there commas in there nothing exclamation point oh. and a comma river tales awful fashion advice from princess diana yeah okay that's how i would read it thank you we'll see okay dear sean katie at all <laughs> i thought you know it sounds so stupid mm -hmm. i pride myself on being somewhat smart which i'm not but no, you're very smart no but um i never knew if it was at all so it's latin right mm -hmm. or at al like al oh is it you know like a person's name like i Alan. guess so, yeah I think it's it all. At I think all. you're right. That's how I've always read it, but I don't actually know now. Like et tu brute, you know, like mm -hmm. and you. Oh, it stands for something. And everyone. It, it and much... all. Why don't you use two L's on the end of Al? Et Al. Et Al. I mean, it stands for something. It is Latin, but let me see. What does et all stand for? Stands for um, and others. And others. Hint, the abbreviation et al, E-T space A-L, is short for the Latin phrase et alia, meaning and others. Hmm. So. There we go. I do really enjoy Latin sprinkled into English, but mm -hmm. I do have some pet peeves. Okay. And maybe this is just me being on a high horse, uh -huh. but I-E and E-G, the, the I oh, period, uh -huh, uh -huh. E, id est, uh -huh. that is, and people... Use confused. it as an example. Yeah. Well, e.g. I don't know if that's, I don't know. Because in in my book. I.E. No, but in my book, I feel like they've changed those things sometimes to be I.E. Well, you can't change. Hmm? Like edited. Yeah, it means that is I.E. They would use it A for example. A pluribus unum, you know. They would use it for examples such and such. stuff. I don't know. I don't know if that, I don't know how it's fully used, but I, I feel, I don't know. I'd have to what look What is through. E.G.? Is that ergo? Stop asking these questions. You, you do the searching <laughs> we'll cut this out. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like Wait. what does eg stand for jesus christ the abbreviation eg stands for the latin exempli gratia which means for example hmm. for the sake of example okay the abbreviation ie stands for the latin phrase id est which means that is to say or in other words hmm. so you could see how people would confuse them yeah yeah they're very close because it, you could use them almost interchangeably sometimes I never do. I always get it right. Mm, or pay the price. Okay, let's move on from grammar and English lesson number Grammar 20. nerds. <laughs> oh my God. There was this funny meme. I'll see if I can find it. I probably won't be able to, but I sent it to you or showed it to you. And it said, um, 
I had I tried it shows a picture of cinnamon rolls and it says I tried my hand at synonym rolls and then somebody commented on it below and said just like grammar used to make (laughs) (laughs) and it just killed me and it reminds me of Christina P's joke about how she doesn't judge people based on like I forget what she says like how they look or what money they make she based she judges people on their grammar (laughs) (laughs) just like grammar used to make first first try it synonym rolls <laughs> okay so anyways dear sean and katie at all we didn't know it'd be such a big we wouldn't you know get caught up on that at all <laughs> i love sean's old man impression oh your voice oh thank you very much <laughs> one time on the podcast i made a voice and I almost pooped my pants <laughs> i knew her. he never does the old man voice without saying something about pooping his pants that's uh Right of uh, passage. As, mm-hmm. as you get older, you can just poop your pants out whenever you want. And I'm old. <laughs> help! Help me! <laughs> I can't clean I'm up doing it right her now. <laughs> poops and your poops. Okay. Yep. I think Mishi and Boha are Indian names, and I want to share my friend's name, but I don't have her permission. It's funny because her mom was a bit of a hippie when she was born and gave her an unusual first name. Um, E.G. For example, right? Tallulah. Oh, and I love that. I love the name Tallulah. And she has a very unusual surname, like Smith. Smith isn't unusual. What? I'm confused. I remember reading a story about someone who wanted to name her daughter Nutella, but she wasn't allowed because it was trademarked or something. You can't name a kid a trade like Nike or people name their kids Mercedes okay. and Lexus and stuff. I know. She so couldn't she afford could... it. So she named her daughter Lexus. Okay. Um, I do have a friend whose daughter is called Pepsi, though. That's who are these people? So strange. Pepsi. Why would you name a child Pepsi? It's not even the good cola. What? You don't even drink cola. It's true. I don't drink what cola. Pop, what pop would be the best pop? Uh, pop goes the weasel. Next question. I stopped using a glass for my bedtime water after I woke up in the middle of the night, went to take a sip and realized there was a, oh, a fairly large beetle taking a swim. (gasps) George, Paul, or Ringo? Was there another beetle? That grosses me. John. Oh my God. I was just going to say. He wasn't a beetle. He was the walrus. Okay. There was was, a beetle in your water? But remember, you had the cockroach tippy-tappy trying to get in. I've been trying to work up the courage to do a speak pipe for you. Oh, yes, please. Do but it. I get anxious just thinking about it. I'm not sure why writing words for Katie or Sean to read out loud on YouTube isn't anxiety inducing, but the idea of my own voice is. Maybe it's too similar to public speaking. It's possible. I think there's something about putting your voice out there versus writing that just feels a little more personal. You know? I hear you. Two podcasts ago, I was mortified. I looked at the footage and I was like, God dang it. I didn't want to put it out. I didn't like the way I looked. It was weird. Uh, and I'm not making a joke. I just, I was like, ugh. On the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> like the first one or second one or something? No, like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I was just like, ugh. And Did anybody say anything? No. Then that that's the point. You that's know, his it's, false thoughts, Sean. I know, but I just, I was like. A little uh, body dysmorphic thoughts. No, I think it was more just, but anyways, it doesn't matter. I just didn't enjoy. And I was like, well, you made a commitment. <laughs> you got to release it. Just got to put it out there. How many times have I been like, oh, the lighting's bad. It looks like I have a makeup line here. My neck looks real white or I have yeah. a shadow the or my is, hair is frizzy. You know, you just people, put it out there, dude. Yeah, and people move on. They don't care. Or they just stop watching. <laughs> well, somebody left the rude. I think this is a rude comment. 
let me know in the comments if I'm overreacting, but I actually just deleted their comment and blocked this person because I do stuff spicy. like that sometimes. Or I didn't block them, I restricted them. So they'll think they can still comment, but nobody else will see it. And I think it was a little bit of an overreaction, but their comment said, you probably should stop making these and get some sleep. I see the dark circles under your eyes. And I was like, you can fuck right off is what you can do. We had somebody leave a shitty comment on our podcast a couple of weeks ago and Sean told him to hit the, hit the road. <laughs> it was last Jack. week. And it's really funny. Oh no, that, It'll be when two this weeks. comes out, mm-hmm. yeah. I, but it was people right now, I don't, like, let's just be honest with each other. People are angry right now because of COVID and lockdowns and right. the issues that have come out of it. Everything. We're just so, and, and also so social media has. And media, like, Sean was just on a call the other day with other creators who we love that got super fired up about something that doesn't need to be fired up about. People are just getting fired up. And I think if you're watching a ton of news, I don't care if it's Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, BBC, I don't care where you're getting it from. Someone's, they're trying to rile you up because you click and you watch when it riles you up. It's an emotional response. And then people just want to get really angry. And that guy was angry and it didn't make any sense. So that comment, I forget what they even said. Yeah, I forget what the comment was. Uh, but I was like, we didn't even talk rude. about that. Yeah, oh, was, they they were talking about us being from a place of privilege or something, and I I just I don't, and it was just, it was a snarky comment, and I, I said, yeah, hit the road. Yeah, You're get not, out. <laughs> don't worry, I'm already gone. Oh, oh don't no. let the door hit you, you on know, the way like, out, loser. You honestly, don't have to announce your departure. Like, bye. Okay, you know, I I really don't care, and if you leave, you have a an audience that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Also, you you are a classy dame, oh. and you don't you don't uh, talk trash. You don't fight with people. You just you no, don't. I and just ignore people. Yeah, or restrict them, like I did on the. I, I see am the not dark a classy dame. I <laughs> am a feisty, you know, person who would like to burn down the house when someone leaves you a mean message. Or, I know, but you're so, protective of me. Well, in this instance, they and just you don't came, put up with shit in life. I don't really either. Actually, that's the thing. I don't people, suffer fools lightly. Yeah, and, and this people don't know that about a, me. Was a, I don't do was it online. A, a twit <laughs> so i was like vaya con dios buddy you know like get yeah, get going fuck, fuck right off yeah you don't have to be here like this it's a choice you have a choice you spend your time somewhere else and oh don't worry i'm already gone good scram you yeah know? <laughs> i'm going get out of here bye like you'll never see me again you're still here aren't you <laughs> i know get a life dude oh i've already got one <laughs> You don't, you're going to make the microphone. You want that noise to be like, bop, 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 bop. anyway. Uh, and I bear no ill will either. I just thought, you know what? Well, the, the, to me, the, the comment made no sense. No, it was. And really, I know we don't talk. I don't even know what it was about. I was like, do we even talk about it? I don't even think we've talked. What would even have no, to talk about that? They went off on some sort of weird. People just get upset. Of, yeah. But I think we all have to admit that we're just upset. I think everybody needs to like have a free entrance into a rage room where they just like yell it out for a little bit. It's called Twitter. I know, but that's what they're using. Social media or rage rooms right now. They should rename Twitter rage room. Rage room. Rage room for your fingers. Look at me. I'm so much better than you. There was a hip hop line. It was like, turn your trigger fingers into Twitter fingers. Oh my goodness. You're such a gangster, you know, that you type out a badass Seriously. No. That's a pretty good lyric. Yeah. I think it's a Drake line maybe or something. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I bear no ill will to people. If, if you don't like our stuff, that's fine. Well, too. no, I but, really don't but care. But to take the energy to leave a comment that makes no sense isn't about anything we talked about. Yeah. And we're, and like, we're just talking off the cuff here. Yeah, and and I just maybe it's offensive and it, it very well could be. I, I don't pretend not to offend people. However, I no, hope but, along the way that 
90% is not offensive and 10%. Well, and you know, our goal is never to offend. No. And I honestly think sometimes people just go out looking to be offended. Yeah. Look, you can't walk through life being perfect if you step on no. some toes along the way. But I think by and large, people know that we, we I just enjoy the storytelling. I wonder if there's someone who thinks that I'm a bad person. They're like, who cares, John? Let go of it. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. My manager, Linnea, when things just don't turn out or someone's a dickwad or somebody just doesn't get back to us on something, even though they asked us for a favor or something, she's always sends this little uh, gif of from Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Like, Because I'm like, did we ever hear back about, like, did they run that blog post I created or? Oh, we're dreaming. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. Do you guys anyway, hear that? get roxy in there she's she's dreaming but anyway she, she always says that to me so you gotta let it go it's the best advice ever it's Thank not you. worth it no it isn't i just and you know what i wondered though people i was probably like, do I think say you're something? a jerk and i'm a jerk and that's fine they're not watching this or they shouldn't if you are i know don't, watch. don't jerk watch <laughs> <laughs> naughty okay let's continue we are way off topic okay so Maybe, remember, speak pipes. Maybe it's like public speaking. Yeah, yeah. They've been wanting to put sand one in. Shall we play Never Have I Ever? Yes. I love this game. I have a good one to make you two drink. Oh. It's early. I'm sorry. Usually we have a cocktail, but homegirl gets real rowdy between like the hours of four and six, which were our film times. And so now it's like almost one o'clock in the afternoon. Never Have I Ever Watched The Office. Oh. I'll have a sip of coffee for I, that one. Yeah. Maybe we could do a Never Have I Ever. That's really fun. Never have I ever watched Waterworld. Um, there's a lot of things that I've never have I ever. <clears throat> it's a big world. I was such a goody two-shoes as a kid. I'd always get everybody. Oh. You know? Yeah. So I had so many things I knew people had done. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I said no. You said yes. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I was that kid. Okay. Kids party story. Yes. Love it. My first party in England after moving back here from Hong Kong, I was seven or eight years old and my mom's friend had recently sent me the most beautiful, I still think it's beautiful, though it might be an unpopular opinion, but it's a pale pink lace and tulle tutu type dress. I would love that also. Wait, I, there's a lot going on there. I pale pink. Pale pink. Lace and tulle. So tulle. Tulle is that like. Uh, Finery. Almost, it's like floof. It makes lace. it. So there's lace. Yeah. And tulle is the stuff that's like, it's a really rough fabric, but it gives things poof. It like sticks out. And it almost looks like mesh. If you held it up, it's like a thin, fine oh, fabric. Oh, so that's what a tutu is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Tool oh, makes. Oh, is that what tool? Tool and short hair like tutu. T U T U. Toots. Toot, toot. Beep, beep. Okay. So a tool tutu type dress. I would love that also. Wow. I, just, I insisted on wearing it to the party. My mom kept saying, it might be a more casual party. Are you sure you want to wear it? I was sure. I want to wear it. 100%. I actually lately have been thinking that I enjoy getting dressed up and I have fun dresses I haven't worn because they were on super sale because nobody's buying stuff because of COVID. And so now I've got like these dresses I want to wear. So I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear them. God damn it. I tell you. Okay. We should do a little dress up party. I have a blazer that I bought pre-COVID. We should get dressed it's up. A black velvet. Oh, yeah. Blazer. It's a very nice blazer. I got Probably it. You wore it to one event, of, I think. I've been eating during COVID. Everybody has to eat, honey. It's yeah. okay. But uh, yeah, I really like that blazer, mm -hmm. but I have not worn it. I forgot about it. And Didn't I saw you wear it, it once? 
Mm. I think we wore it to one event, maybe. I don't know. Because isn't J. Crew? Didn't I get it on eBay for you? Yeah. I think you wore it once. <laughs> okay. So she was sure. Yes. We're wearing the dress. All right. Until I went inside and everyone was wearing jeans and t-shirts. There was so one girl. So you stand out. That's awesome. Yeah. You're, you're unique. You're being you. But as a kid, you don't, you want to be you, but you also want to fit in. You know? Sure. Sure. There was one girl wearing something similar. She was three years old. <laughs> so she's seven or eight. Remember? Her name was Jojo Siwa. I was mortified. My fairly new friends were immediately like, nice dress. So sorry, mom. To lessen my, oh, they were like, nice dress. Uh, so in parentheses, sorry, mom. To lessen my embarrassment, I told them my mom made me wear it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to wear jeans like everyone else, but my mom. <laughs> my mom said it was a fancy party, even though your mom's like, I don't think it's a fancy party. That's what parents are there for. I always tell Sean sometimes when he like, somebody invites him to do something, he doesn't want to do it. I'm like, just tell him that I already made plans for us or I told you you couldn't or something. Not that we even have that kind of relationship, but I'm happy to be used as an excuse anytime. Yeah. Okay. To be honest, it wasn't so embarrassing once everyone started dancing and I'd probably forgotten by the end of the party. That's always how it is. Like I always feel this way at VidCon and different events because people like are cool and I'm also like older and don't like want to be cool, but I also don't want to be like a total dweeb. I think that's why I enjoy hanging out with people our age, like John and Sarah and other people are just older and like even Rebecca and Matt, but Rebecca dresses cool and I don't dress very cool. But anyway, I was going to those things thinking like, am I, is this right? Like, uh, and then by like 10 minutes in, you're like, whatever, you get over it. I wish I could tell myself when I'm feeling nervous and concerned about how I look that in 10 minutes, it won't matter. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, get to the party. This is stupid. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, Matt, Pat and Stephanie. Uh-huh. Matt Pat's a really nice person. We I really met like them both of them in, yeah. in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. We did it. Amaleg. Right. I was like, "You're speaking English," and they're like, "You speak English. You must be here." <laughs> yeah, I didn't know their channel before that because I'm just anyways. yeah. There's too many creators. But I remember I saw. I don't know if it was in a video, but Matt didn't want to go to an event. They drove around Los Angeles for a little bit, and he just didn't feel like he was dressed properly. Mm. And, and I always thought Matt was super confident. Yeah, and he always looks great. Like, yeah, they're, dressed, like, hey, how's they're it always going? dressed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody feels that way he he couldn't go to the event because he just felt like he was dressed improper and mm. uh, so anyways but we all feel that way anxiety, makes me right? feel good we yeah. all kind of have that where because the thing about the internet that's weird he's got that cool brown leather jacket i know that's cool it's a sweet leather jacket i know he's like a fonzie from the internet yeah yeah he's got such good hair yeah but yeah and i love stuff she's so sweet too but it's just funny we all feel that way and the thing about the internet is that everybody's so different that the one thing I did love is I love being part of like the edutubers, like the educational, the learning on YouTube, as they used to call it. Doesn't it's it's still there, but now there's like the health. I'm in the health realm now. At all, yeah, at all. But learning was cool because then I was with just a bunch of other kind of nerdy people like me, and we were all just nervous and all all wearing like blouses and blazers because like that's what we had like real jobs in it a was field. Like academia took over YouTube. Yeah. Cool. And it was kind of fun. Then I always felt like I fit in there. So yeah, got to find your peeps. Okay. So. Where were we? We were talking about the fact that she said that her mom made her wear, you know, but by the time, then she forgot by the end of the party. But I learned to take my mom, my mom's sage advice on fashion and culture and avoid social faux pas. Mm. Hey, moms know, you know, more on my parents, Princess Diana and Phil Collins. Remember, she thought her mom was Princess Diana. I think I thought my mom was Princess Diana because Diana was a style icon and my mom used to do her hair like her and dress like her. I'll try to find a good photo of her looking like Diana in the 80s. 
it's a great photo and we will show it okay my dad did look a bit like phil collins susu studio i, I <laughs> dig phil collins a lot i know he's your he's your favorite did i wouldn't say my favorite but, but one of your favorites out of genesis he definitely was mm. um, one of my favorites to come out of there so she thought her, her dad did look a bit like phil collins but i think my main confusion came from his navy name they you, called him phil collins you get a navy. nickname from your surname brown surname was brown buster brown and phil collins had an album or was in a movie called buster and there must have been adverts for them that confused me because my dad's nickname was on them uh, so she's okay. like it must be my dad <laughs> i love how kids brains work right we we just try to make connections to things but you your dad was in the picture or your dad wasn't yeah you, you knew yeah, your father yeah, yeah, yeah. she kind of he says she said he kind of looks like him and then saw his name on some she's oh, like oh so, so my like, dad must my be dad, phil collins. my dad is doing this i mean as she's well. a little kid when he too. goes off to work he yeah he's actually phil collins takes the stage and mm -hmm. One more night. One Whatever it is. One more song. night. Yeah. Give me just a one more That's him, night. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so. Okay. And she gave the shrug emoji. <laughs> Says, my child mind was a weird place. Child's minds are always weird places and also wonderful places. I used to do the hiding in clothes rails thing when I was a kid and we were out shopping. I also used to hide in my mom's coat while she was wearing it. <gasps> that would be fun. You step on her feet maybe like and, yeah and like kind of walk with her or if you're little enough i guess you could just like hold on, on like a little leg. koala i hung on legs yeah like my dad's legs okay it was a huge blue ankle length thing i just walk in front of her but obviously i couldn't see where i was going because i was only as tall as her belly <laughs> it must look a, a bit odd to other people kids are so funny okay oh this is a separate letter so it said the uh awful remember yes. with, like, when i said the subject line awful this is the awful paragraph oh it says awful well, let's caps. get into it me and my friend were at a gig at a small local club the band was little nikita i remember and we were watching from the dance floor not many people were there maybe 50. we were having a shouty conversation over the music about something totally unrelated and it was unfortunate that just as there was a break in the song my friend shouted awful <laughs> <laughs> The band turns oh, around. That's terrible. Mm. Awful. Everyone in the club turned to look at us, thinking she was heckling the band or something. She was mortified. <laughs> oh, rude. And was never allowed to forget it. I'm guilty of just writing the word awful in her Christmas and birthday cards. <laughs> Not going to let that oh, one go. It's, it's things like that, though. That's how friendships are made. You know, it's true. It's those moments where you're like, we did the best we could. We were just having a good conversation. I like that. That's really funny. Awful. Okay. Finally, river tales. I live by a tidal river. I used to live in a flat that formed part of the flood defense, and there was a baby seal who came past every day for a few months. He learned quite quickly that I'd talk to him out of my window, so he'd always pop his head up near my flat and say hi. How funny. I included a photo of the sunset out my window. Sorry, couldn't find photo of the seal. Oh, we'll Photoshop them in. I know, right? But isn't that beautiful? That's fantastic. Wow, that's beautiful. A okay. seal. Uh, where are we here? We are in the UK, I think. Yeah. Are you on the ocean? Are you on a, a tidal, tidal river? flat? A tidal, a tidal river. river. Mm -hmm. Were you even listening? I was. I just, I wasn't sure where we were or how far up the river we and were. And she was in her, her flat was there as mm -hmm. part of the flood defense. So it probably had like a wall that kind of went up. Um, I think I've lost a bunch of old photos because I couldn't find a photo of my mom with the Diana hair. So I included, oh, so it wasn't with the Diana hair. So I included one of me and her outside where my dad worked. You can see where he carved his name in the wall. Oh, that's cool. And a photo for Katie of a squirrel. 
He's got a nut in his mouth and he threw it at me the second I took this photo. Didn't hit me, but it was funny. No pictures. I'm learning that squirrels are pretty. Oh, look at him. You see him? No. No. Oh. Look at the nut. He's hiding. Those little mangy beasts. Uh, I love squirrels, but here, first of all, they're aggressive and angry and they do not like Roxy Boxy down there. And they do the and they shout every time we're out to go potty. Shout, 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 shout. And one of them just shouted at me and so I threw a rock at it because I was like, go away. And it didn't even flinch and the rock barely missed it. Like it hit the thing, it was like the little tree part it was sitting on. Yeah, they're not known givers of fucks. Yeah, they, they, I was like, listen, motherfucker, we're just out here doing potty time. You take your nuts and go somewhere. Do what you're doing. I know, we're not getting in the trees. We're not invading your space at all. Yeah. Stop yelling. Territorial. However, I understand why they're on edge. Why? Well, the other day I was out in the yard and I heard this screeching noise, like screech. Oh, the screech. eagle. No, right? it wasn't an eagle. Um, we have was, an eagle around here. No, though. it's a hawk. Oh, a hawk. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Hawks, eagles, and, tomato, tomato. Uh, as some people who listen to this podcast may know, I really like an app that you can download on your phone called BirdNet. We love BirdNet. BirdNet. My mom also loves BirdNet, by the way. It's the real deal. I've been guilty of downloading some apps in the past that don't work Mm -hmm. and, you know, like plant identification apps and things like Mm -hmm. that because I want to know what kind of plant it is. And so you take a photo of the leaf and it comes back and it says, it's a dog. like, (laughs) this app sucks. So then I dump it. (laughs) But in this case, I stumbled upon BirdNet. And BirdNet is fantastic. So easy to use. What you do is you turn All on the app. you got to do. And then you see a spectrograph, I believe, or whatever. It's, it's like your little recording. It shows it recording. Yeah, you're, you see in real time the audio. And then when the bird makes its noise, which is usually like a bark or something. Like a ruff, ruff, and so then you, you select that. And then you say send or and analyze, then, analyze. And then so it takes it like a like 15 seconds yeah and then it, and tells it comes you what back it and it says what the bird is and we had a red-shouldered hawk is that what it was mm, yeah something like that and we had the barred owl and we had mm-hmm. cardinals and, and we still haven't put up our bar, our owl box and i know they were so nice i forget the name of the company we just haven't had a chance yet to do it but, but Christy, we will mm-hmm. we will be putting up the owl box mm-hmm. we just haven't done it yet sorry for the delay i know i have all these dreams and then my tent yeah and anyways but well, we're gonna get there yeah. it was also very hot to be outside and the mosquitoes were very aggressive it was very hot and mosquitoes are very aggressive so anyways i was outside with bird net and mm-hmm. there was a screeching and so i put it up in the sky and it came back and told me that it was a red-shouldered hawk well, or i had told sean that uh i'm, I'm glad he mentioned it because he's like oh my god what is that noise and i was like oh i forgot to tell you there's this huge bird of prey because you can tell when a bird is like gonna kill something else because it's huge and Texas has huge birds, like crazy huge. Oh, the buzzards are. Yeah, the buzzards, and they're crazy. But I saw it flying, and it must have a nest near our home because it circled and then slowly came down. And I, I was like, Sean will be super stoked. and But it wasn't making any noise at the time. And I was like, he'll love to use his bird net. And I hadn't seen it. And then he noticed. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's the hawk that I saw, blah, blah. And then he used bird net. We found out it's a red-shouldered hawk or something right. like that. I but, think it has a nest. So going back to the squirrels, I think that's why they're like on hi- they're hyper vigilant because there's a, a very large bird of prey or large. It's a medium sized bird. I mean, of they prey. lay flat on the tree, which makes sense. But like, why are you shouting at little pip squeak over here? She looks like a, a hawk. Mm-hmm. Our dog is a dog hawk. A dog hawk. Okay. So anyway, Laura says, sorry, the pics aren't great quality. I had to zoom in on the squirrel one. I think they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Have a good weekend, everyone. Laura Tinkerbite. I don't remember how I sign these things. 
It can be Laura or Tinkerbite. I think I always start by saying Laura and then you used to sign Tinkerbite. We can do both. It's both. Perfect. Okay. Well, thanks for writing in and you were going to show me the photos. Oh, I already did. I showed them to you. See her with her mama. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Look yeah. at those nice jeans. Yes. Super Look at those stylish. cute jeans and a little tie on them. And then. Yep. Sunset I saw that one. And Squirrelito. All right, cool. With that big nut in his mouth that he threw at her. How rude. So rude. Okay. Thank you, Laura, for writing in. Uh, we have time for one more, I think. Yeah, one more. And then we have to. And get... we're up to September 2nd, so we're still quite behind. <laughs> one month behind isn't behind. It's true. As okay. long as we're in the same month. Yes. Barely. <laughs> keeping it, keeping it real. Okay. This is from Ben. Hello, Ben. And it is entitled Electric Vehicles. Mm -hmm. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. I'm listening to episode 78 in the discussion of electrical cars. As the Minister for Electricity and Space and mm -hmm. an EV owner, oh, meaning you're an electric owner. Vehicle, I didn't realize you had one. Let me set the record straight on a few things. Okay. First of all, in the event of a power outage, it usually isn't a big deal. Even at my longest ever commute, I drove 60 miles a day. And if there was no power at my house for three days and I had to drive that same distance, then I could survive it for about four days without charging. No so it problem. sounds like you have a, a an advanced electric because there are some that have very small charges, right? Like the BMW i3. I have no idea. And the Chevy. No, I think the Volt goes pretty far. The Nissan to... Leaf was, was also didn't have massive have range well the newer ones right not newer i mean older like the original evs might not have as good of range as the newer models well i think new models if you you know the cheaper the car is mm -hmm. in, in in price not quality but mm -hmm. because batteries are where batteries the price point expensive. is right yeah. so if you're going to bring a car to the market it's going to have less miles per charge mm -hmm. because it has less batteries yeah Okay, so four days without charging, no problem. Sounds like you have a Tesla. Having a convenient way to charge my car at home means that it is virtually always full. So that really isn't an issue. That's cool. Furthermore, you can still take advantage of it to do things like charge phones and even get some AC and heating in the event of a power outage. That's true because you could sit in the car and like mm -hmm. they could still do all the things. That's cool. I know people who survived in Texas last winter during the crazy outages by sleeping in their electric vehicles with the heat turned on. It only takes a few miles per hour to run the heat. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's awesome. No, that's great. Especially because remember Lauren and Adam were like hopping, you know, from couch to couch. It was so cold. I felt for them. Okay. And one can do it in the garage with the garage closed. You True, because there's Canada, no emission of any growing, kind of Growing up, we were always, rec or I don't know if everyone was, but I remember being uh, it recommended to me to have a mm -hmm. candle in the glove box. Yeah, you've always talked about stuff like that. Sean is definitely more of a survivor man than I was. I think because you grew up in really shitty weather. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> a little harsher. You like know, when you had to like heat your oil pan in order to start your car. I was like, oh yeah, what's that life like? Well, instead of having a, I don't want to ever block learn. heater on your car. You know the electric. I don't know what that means. It keeps the oil from conge not congealing, but from getting to a temperature where it becomes hard. Mm. so the Being oil freezing it doesn't freeze but it certainly thicker it makes it like like a rock you know okay and so you want to warm it up so that when the engine tries to turn it or mm -hmm. tries to turn over mm -hmm. that there's oil that yeah. can you know access uh the, the 
that can grease the parts basically right so if the sean's a mechanic in his time off. no but our, <laughs> i didn't have a block heater this one winter it was i think the first winter of having a car Are block heaters things that you have to purchase separately from a vehicle yeah you can have it installed in your car now granted i'm sure a lot of vehicles probably come with it now you know yeah um but, i don't understand this because i did not live in a weather like i know you wanted to say you know uh, yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. basically they, they just a little device that you have put on aftermarket probably an extension cord runs to your car my dad had my his truck plugged into an extension cord for yeah, a while that, but i thought it was so he could like get it started remotely yeah maybe not no maybe he had a block heater i think he had a block heater because we do have freezing weather in washington it's yeah. just not very often it's not good to do a cold start on a car Basically, no, in general, so you you're supposed to let it warm up and like the viscosity of the oil. You need it to be, hmm. you know, so that the motor. That's why you want to buy cars from the Southwest in California because they right they don't have to deal less with stress, all this. Mm-hmm. less rust. But anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, my dad one time because I didn't have a block heater, but I had to get to work, and he's like, "Go outside with the blowtorch and heat up the oil pan," you know. And so I did. He said, "Keep it moving," <laughs> and sure enough, I was able to start it. It probably wasn't the best for the car, but right, whatever it worked. Yeah, you had to get to work. I had to get to work. Man's got to work, Mister Leahy. That's right. Okay. Furthermore, you can still take advantage. Oh, we okay. We did that with the garage closed because there's no exhaust. So oh, if you yeah. need to heat yourself, like in the Texas no in the event, there's no, no fumes. CO two. Yeah, no exhaust, which isn't a safe option with a gasoline vehicle. Yes. Secondly, while EVs are more expensive when initially buying the vehicle, with time they can end up saving a tremendous amount of money. Tremendous. I figured I was saving about ten cents a mile driving EV versus a comparable gasoline vehicle. That means at 100,000 miles, I will have saved $10,000 in driving costs compared to a gasoline vehicle. It takes a while before they equal, but overall, the costs will balance out. What's the shelf life, I wonder, on electric vehicles in terms of how like long? battery life? Yeah, because you know when you mm. have a battery that just, it's a rechargeable battery, and at first it's awesome, but then it slowly just kind of sucks? Yeah, even on phones and yeah, stuff, my- they slowly build up a charge or a memory yeah. or whatever you call it or mm-hmm. maybe not even that but they just don't perform as well the yeah. cell isn't it so i wonder if you have to swap out the battery and then what's the impact on the environment of, of said having batteries? a battery yeah you know maybe we'll get into that i don't know let's see um maybe we have to go back to afghanistan so we can get some more batteries you know no that's so brand new evs can start around 40k so given enough time of driving the price balances out eventually Lastly, EVs are mostly charged at night when the power is more available as a whole. I would agree with that too. Um, this ends up in a more balanced grid. Oh, this, yeah, this ends up um, ends up in a more balanced grid. Sorry, I read that weird. I said it weird. Leading to less problems like California has had in the mm-hmm. recent summers. Because not everybody's, you know, they're not so all So charge at night, so we're not all using. Yeah, because you don't want to be charging like. I don't know, in the day when everybody has their air conditioners on full blast on their computers and everything right. is running. Driving an EV isn't for everyone. There are certainly some specific situations now where they don't work, particularly if one is driving to remote areas without the ability to charge or living in an apartment. That's what for us, like there was nowhere for us to plug in. They work great for people with long commutes and the ability to charge at home, but still aren't quite for everyone yet, but someday. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the technology is wonderful. I, just, I I do have concerns, just like anything that you're bringing to the market. You know, mm-hmm. gas cars have their own issues. But I do remember Fiat with their 500e. I think it's the 500e. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful. I really dug it. And Fiat has some cars that I really like, and some that I don't. Like the Abarth is amazing. It's like a it's like a quarter of a Ferrari. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> this little crazy car. But they had the 500e, and I remember I was working. 
um, at, uh, for a client mm-hmm. as a consultant, maybe about six years ago, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the gals who also worked there, she had a 500E and she would bring it to the, the office, but then she'd run an extension cord into the office and plug in. And she only had to do 60 miles, roughly round trip every oh, day. Oh yeah, that's not bad. No, it was perfect. It was the, I thought it was wonderful and and I was very jealous. <laughs> I would be too. Well, and that's interesting. That V6. And that's in, interesting thing though about the electric vehicles is that you can plug in like in Santa Monica when I went and parked to go to my yoga studio back before COVID. Thanks yeah. COVID. Um there were all these charging stations. So essentially a city is paying to charge your car. Yes. And no one like puts gas in your car. No. So it's like the infrastructure in Southern California for modern modes of transportation generally sucks but when it came to ev yeah it was hydrogen fantastic. we even had the hydrogen pump i so it was much, like down on santa monica boulevard there were and two like, of them yeah and they would honda had a pilot program not mm-hmm. the honda pilot but a pilot program where you could lease you couldn't purchase but they wanted the data so they wanted mm-hmm. people to lease it they wanted too much money i think it was like almost a thousand dollars a month to lease it jesus but it was the fx clarity the fxc clarity i don't know it First of all, it wasn't very pretty, but it was a hydrogen car. Which is interesting. And we had these hydrogen pumps. It was like... It took a little while to fill. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting but idea. hydrogen is the most plentiful. Um, yeah, plentiful. Mm-hmm. Plentiful. I don't know what it is. Is hydrogen an atom? Is hydrogen a molecule? Probably it's a, a molecule because yeah, it's, it's in H2O. Right, so it's a couple of things stuck together. <laughs> Welcome to Science Chat. It's, but, a mo- it's a molecule, hydrogen. Yeah, and then H2O. Well, that, that's water, it, right? Hydrogen, no, two oxygen. Two hydrogen. two hydrogen, one oxygen. One oxygen. <laughs> Old school chemistry here. Um, I think it's what the two is after is what has two. So H2 yeah. and O, just one. OMG. Mm-hmm. H2OMG. Mm. And so this stuff is plentiful, right? I think it's the most plentiful thing on the planet. I have no idea. Hydrogen, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly in the universe. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Can't fact check it because nobody knows. Yeah. So. If you could have hydrogen vehicles, though, mm-hmm. if they could figure out how to make it safe. Have we heard anything about that? Like what they learned? Is, is there? I, I don't know. Are hydrogen vehicles coming down the pipeline? I hope so. I think it's a better technology. Ultimately, it's cleaner and less impact on the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there's probably problems with it as well. Like, what about the people who rely on hydrogen? You may say, you know, if we use it all for vehicles, like, for instance, mm-hmm. and I'm just joking here, but when I'm saying that, but I found it very fascinating that they had the flex fuel. Do you remember seeing that on cars? Like Chevrolet was doing flex fuel. Mm-mm. It was basically corn, a byproduct of corn. So we were growing corn in the Midwest to turn into fuel. So biofuel, I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember them talking about that because they're always trying to find different ways to, to, to like, not just cars. Like, how do we? How do, how we, do we? Energy, yeah, right? It's energy. It's an energy battle kind of thing. I thought that was the stupidest fucking thing I'd ever heard because we were using. Well, we have no water. We were burning food, yeah, food for fuel. To f- like, yeah. hey guys, pump the brakes. Let's, no pun intended here, but like, mm-hmm. let's pump the brakes and think this one through because there's some starving people around. Yeah, and we're burning fuel or we're burning food, food for, for fuel. fuel for our vehicles. When maybe I thought it was really strange to. Well, there's a couple of things I think have about. farmers. Yeah, growing just for fuel. That doesn't make Although sense. I also heard that algae is. Yes, a potential I have f- heard about that for mm-hmm. fuel, mm-hmm. and that. That's fine. One time, my friend had converted his 
um, he had a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. He converted it was a diesel into bio. Oh yeah, diesel. a lot of people did that. It was a little weird. Well, you have to go pick up the grease. In yeah, the back so he'd go to restaurants, restaurants at night. Yeah. <laughs> at first, the restaurants were cool with it. They're like, "Oh, sure, take our grease because you have to pay to dispose of it." Yeah. So they were like, "You use it and burn it, and then whatever." My God, I had to lose this friend because he stunk. Because you know, grease uh, goes bad, right? It it, rots. it gets rancid. Rancid. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he smelled like rancid grease. And why did he smell like rancid? Because he was dumpster diving to get the oil. Because oh, no. at a certain point, people were like, "Hey, don't." A lot of people was popular, and and yeah, it was so really popular. They're like, for "Hey, a you're making while. a mess, or you're, you know, mm-hmm. you should pay us for <laughs> for mm-hmm. whatever." I don't know what the deal is, but he he. So he had to do it at night, kind of like sneak up and jack the rancid grease yeah however sometimes he would get a good batch of grease usually in winter like french fries it smelled like french fries (laughs) and you know me with french fries i was running behind his car you're like doing 20 slow down you're like uh pepe le pew you know like smell (laughs) it floating along like yeah right in the the scent wave actually it's not pepe le pew who is it that floats along it's like uh i don't know i think it's pepe le pew does he? I think a lot of the characters do in cartoons. Yeah. Anyways, sometimes a biodiesel is yeah. wonderful. But in sometimes the States, it smells in like- cities, especially Los Angeles, if we had better public transportation, it wouldn't be such a big deal. Yeah. If you ever want to, uh, you like know, Seattle mad, even has shitty public transportation. The city of Los Angeles or the county of Los Angeles, I believe, not just the city, but they were, we had the best public transportation infrastructure in the world. Yep. We had these train systems like Barry, um, our friend who's cable he, cars yeah cable cars would run all the way down wilshire and santa monica Boulevard, everywhere yeah. everywhere and they they started taking them out and then it was gone and we have nothing left it kind of like how cute it's San because Francisco they has. made a deal with the tire companies yeah, wasn't it with oil producers and, and tire manufacturers because they wanted to sell more tires so Gotta they love got rid lobbyists of, yeah i mean that's and i'm not saying that everyone's bad and blah blah, blah but sometimes greed yeah, it ruins infrastructure because LA couldn't have a worse t- traffic problem. It's so bad now. It's funny because in in Austin, people here are like, "Oh, the traffic's so bad," and I'm like, "Uh, wait till the rest of the Californians show up." I say, <laughs> right? Like, and also, have you been like, have they been to LA? Have they been in New York, Seattle? Seattle is the worst in the United States. Oh, is it the worst? Heard, I thought it yeah. was LA, Seattle, New York, or something. I think New York, it's Seattle. Seattle. Seattle's Chicago, always been up there. San Francisco Boise, has bad Boise traffic. Boise has too. bad traffic now. More Californians per day. Boise doesn't have bad traffic. It's just like uh, Sean's just making things. The Okies up. during the, the Sean's great, just making shit up now. You know, the, the Okies. I don't even left. know what the Okies mean. People from Oklahoma. Grapes oh, of Wrath. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But we. Um, God, I miss Eddie Murphy. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, Okies were the people who left Oklahoma during the, the, the great Dust Depression. Bowl. The Dust Bowl? Yeah, when they couldn't produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't food. There wasn't the economy fell to shit, and they fled. In, you know, basically, it was a an environmental crisis, mm-hmm. and they ended up going to California or other states, and no one wanted them. And funny enough, here we are. What is it? Seven years later. Yeah, Californians are are like, leaving California ah, to go. We're in a dust to bowl. Oklahoma. <laughs> exactly. Now we have no. Water. How does it feel, you Californians? You know, yeah. but maybe it's just Oklahoma, Oklahomites, Oklahomans, returning. Oklahomans. Yeah. They're like, this is the place of my great grandparents. I'm going to go back. Maybe. I mean, my family came through St. Louis, Missouri. We had our electrician come out and he's Thank from. Thank you for saying it properly. But that's how they say it. St. Louis. St. Louis. 
They don't say it that way. Meet me in St. Louis. That's the name of the song. I don't understand why there's such a discrepancy in... in wasn't at all what I want to talk about. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just rambling. My family came through there. Yeah. And I believe we still have some... I don't know. My mom would have to know, would know. But like, I think there's probably still people there that I'm related to. Your peeps? My peeps. Well, like, probably like a, a fourth cousin and an aunt. that I don't, You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. The St. Louis was the gateway to the West. I, I said it wrong. Rude. St. Louis <laughs> was the gateway to the West. Yeah. But... um. That's where my grandma Pearl, who did all, like was a milliner, made hats and stuff. Um, they they were there for a little bit of time. Cool. They lived there until they came all the way out to Washington. Man, I am such a weakling. I would never have made it on a wagon, like heading west. I mean, times west. were different. We'd probably be tougher than we think. It was funny. I was sitting, getting in my pedicure the other day, and the girl next to me in the chair, she was super chatty, so I didn't want to talk too much because I really didn't want to talk, you know? I'm like, I'm here to like close my eyes and get a massage on my feet. But she... Uh, this other lady struck up a conversation with both of us because we were getting our feet like scrubbed with the loofah at the same time. And that lady's like, I wish I could get them done, but I'm so ticklish. And I was like, oh, my mom is that way too. She's like, can't even relax. It tickles her so bad. And I was like, so she just doesn't get the scrubbing because she can't, she'd rather do it herself. And the lady was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. And then the woman next to me said, you know, I was such a country girl growing up. I could have walked on like hot stones. It wouldn't have hurt my feet. And she goes, now I like walk on grass that's soft as a baby's butt. And I'm like, ha, hoo, ha, ha. You know, she's like, I've gone soft in my old age. And I was like, oh my God, I remember as a kid wanting to toughen my feet up in the summer because I go barefoot everywhere. Yeah, you got to run across like a hot driveway. We just run everywhere. You're always outside barefoot. Yeah. And so your feet would get like little, you know, like our little puppy, her like puppy paws leather feet. were like super soft and tender. And now they're like getting little calluses on them and becoming like those rough puppy paws we know. Anyway, um, yeah, it was just funny. I was like, oh my God. So I think I brought that up because you're like, I don't think I would ever made it. And I'm like, no, like you acclimate to what it is. Like that lady's much like me where I grew up with like tough feet. Um, and then now I'm like, you know, baby butt feet. You do the baby feet. I do the baby feet. We couldn't walk across a hot stone driveway. To that end, you know who I really miss as an actor? Who? John Candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. When did he pass away? Like 15 mm, years ago? No, I think more than that. I it's think in a the, long time. Maybe in the mid to late 90s. Too young. Way too young. But, you know, you smoke and you're... you're I know he's heavy. He was a heavier man. And so, um, anyways, but to the point, he... He was so good. And if you haven't seen John Candy before, I highly encourage you just to pick up any movie that he was in, anything from Splash. Planes, to, trains, automobiles. Yeah. He was in a lot of different films. There's a movie called, oh, I'm drawing a blank. It's, I think it's called Wagons East. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think Rather than wagons, wagons going East. west, right? Because that's a, mm -hmm. a saying, like you, you, you take your that's wagon west, better. right? Mm -hmm. um, John Candy, <laughs> they, they set out to go west, but they can't hack it. So they, they're going back the other way. Yep. It's John Candy and Richard Lewis. Is it? Look at the wagons east. <laughs> <gasps> He's so young there, John Candy. Yeah. They came, they saw, they changed their minds. Right. <laughs> we should watch that this weekend, Wagons okay. East. We'll have to watch it. Okay. Well, I think we've... Um, we've successfully... We've rambling rodded ramble. our way out of... Rambling rod. Yeah. God, I love that rambling rod. Oh, we were going to start making vests with... Oh, yeah. We were. We had to figure out. Oh, I do want to know in the comments below. Do you have any ideas? Did we ask them last week? I don't think we did for Halloween costumes for us because I'm going to need to right. order those like stat. Also, random thing, and then we'll wrap it up. I don't know. Is anybody else out there getting emails from companies saying like, now you need to order for Christmas because things are so backed up? And because there's this, 
there are a couple companies I follow that are like small companies. And not that I necessarily was going to order from them or wasn't. I hadn't thought about it yet. But they were like, please place your orders by October 7th. I'm like, oh my God. The supply chain is completely broken. And while we do get a lot of things on time now and things have gotten better, there's something going on. And this is not being mean conspiratorial or whatnot, but there's Mm -hmm. something wrong with the supply chain because we live in what I consider the lap of luxury, the epicenter of the world when it comes to purchasing power. Yeah. As the States as a whole. Yeah. And certain areas Mm -hmm. specifically, specifically, it's Pacific, like Pischetti, (laughs) spaghetti. Um, Okay. So, but the supply chain does not seem to be fixed. And I thought we were getting somewhat back to normal. Mm -hmm. But now, I mean, beef prices are crazy up and things are taking a real long time. Well, I have two items that I ordered a very long time ago and I'm still waiting on when I ordered uh, last spring in what you order uh, April and the other I ordered in oh no it was also ordered in April because we don't we didn't live here then sorry it was even before April because uh, yeah I ordered in February I'm sorry so I'm still waiting on electronics that I ordered in February not April oh yeah where is it going getting shipped to well it's coming here uh, they're oh, aware you, of the address change, oh, but I was like, th- this thing is, it's just a little, uh, a raspberry pie uh-huh. that's going to do some neat things. I'm just kind of play. It's like a hobby, you know, having a little electronic hobby. I'm going to do some cryptocurrency mining. Yeah. I got a little miner. I forgot about that completely. Yeah. And, and it, it's not like you're going to make money with but it, chips, but it's more like they're having issues with electronics and getting yeah. certain electronic pieces. But what's going on that, you know, this is, we're, I can't believe that it's going on this long. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is a simple shirt that I ordered through uh, represent.com or something like yeah. that. And that shirt still hasn't arrived and I keep getting emails and I'm practicing patience because I recognize that things are off. Well, we even had, even from our pillow covers, we had some members of our community where Denise has been kind enough to ship out like three of them. To the same people. Yeah. And, and then they, they finally them. get them. Okay. Like one that we've been working on in Australia forever finally arrived. Thank God. Oh, good. And then- U.S. Post Office. Well, no, we went through, we did all of them. Okay. So the first one we did DHL and it already returned back to Denise. She got it back and it said undeliverable, address incorrect. And then we messaged with the person who bought it. She gave us the address. Then we tried uh, USPS, returned back. And then this last one, we tried UPS and it made it. I heard Amazon's getting to this game, by the way, that they're trying to solve the transportation issues that, because they, they are very good at delivery. Well, yeah, they're clear. Well, they're clearly like a logistics and delivery type company. But anyway, I've seen what you're experiencing as someone who sold an item. And we probably have a couple out there too. Like I know we had one person in Canada and another in Australia. I have to message them to see if they've received theirs because we've sent out multiples. And I don't know, like. It's in my nature to after, you know, a month later for for something that I expect to then start pestering on a daily basis by yeah. email or yeah. phone call hey where's my stuff and i'm never mean on the phone no but just like hey but and I, people can pester us too because like it was the same thing with our tv it was floating around the country on some truck forever yeah, it was so weird so i i haven't been pestering these people i check in every once in a while i'll send customer service and hey it's me again i hope mm-hmm. all's well just checking in and it's always the same answer we don't know yeah well and i we feel don't know that where on my end is. i'm like i don't know because like they picked it up and it went out and it said it was here in ohio or something and now it says it's we don't know i think our the stuff that i have the issue is the manufacturing side i think that well we the, have that light fixture that i ordered back in june for the kitchen that still hasn't come uh-huh 
uh-huh. and I just keep getting notifications that things are later and later. Although we did order like a another piece of furniture for the living room, and it's being made in the states. I want to say it's like right. I, don't, I don't know. So that, that's on time. These are non-essentials, right? So I, yeah. one is a hobby, a piece of electronics that I just want to play with. I'm like, and ours oh, is just decoration and yeah, furniture. And another so. is a shirt. However, if this is happening with non-essentials, my worry is that it it goes into the essentials. Well, they're worried market. about uh, pharmaceuticals and stuff. People being able to get their medication on time and things like that. And I don't know to what effect because people get mailed. For, you know, they're. Mm. I used to get my birth control through the mail, three months at a time or whatever. So I know people do require. I don't know if you had have have any of you had issues getting your essentials or non-essentials delivered. I'd assume people yeah. have. But. And I'm sure it's all along the you know yeah. whether it's manufacturing, whether it's delivery. I, I'm just trying to practice some patience. But me too. I'm, I'm wondering when am well, I. God damn. Yeah. Maybe I need a new hobby like whittling wood instead Ooh, of. Mm-hmm. We have tons to of oak, mine crypto oak, uh, trees around. You mm-hmm. just whittle. Mm-hmm. Sean the whittler. No, I'll whittle a, an image of you. You know. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. Uh, my grandmother's brother I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get off the you know off we'll get off the podcast in just a second guys don't roll your eyes but my grandmother's <laughs> brother eric uh-huh. uh uncle eric mm-hmm. not to be confused with my father who's also eric yeah was your uncle eric with a k no i don't think i just wondered because so. they're uh, swedish i yeah. wondered i don't th- i don't think eric spelt his name that way okay. or anyway. that his parents spelt his mm-hmm. name that way yeah true. Uh, but he wasn't my uncle he's my dad's uncle but we called him uncle eric anyways, okay, okay, okay just to make it clear that <laughs> but so, he was a wood uh, whittler or woodworker and he used to do the most amazing things and it was all scandinavian art oh beautiful. it was really i stunning. wish you had a hold of some of those things we could keep them and put them in little like shadow boxes yeah for sure he used to do a lot of stuff for christmas especially mm-hmm. um and and really cool santa clauses and because mm-hmm. the swedes have their santa claus is totally They're different the, it's a cool santa he's a claus. tall skinny santa mm-hmm. and they have like blue coats and red coats and blue coats yeah mm-hmm. never seen that yep Sounds cool though. <laughs> Anyways, hey, blue used to be. I don't know if, what the story I could is. Be if, wrong anybody, on that one. Cool. if anybody knows this, please email us at otdmpod at gmail.com. But blue as a Christmas color was like all of my grandma's old ornaments from like, I don't even know, let's say like the 40s. I have no idea when she got them, but they barely have any like glitter left on them and they're they're like old but i love them actually that's something of hers like she's always like what do you want is it i would love to have her ornaments but a lot of them are like blue hmm. and and some are even like pink and they're just different colors than we have now it's all like you know i mean you can get any color but traditionally it's like green and red right you also not everything has to be led i know why is everything LED? everything's led or inflatable plastic giant monstrosity they have so much at home depot i was like sean let's get one of those inflatable spiders for halloween and, and he i looked I was, at it i was like he thought i was serious i, was I mean like, no that offense thing looks to, like somebody's nightmare no offense to people who get those that's fine and dandy i'm just not that i don't buy those things it's like they're so expensive and they wow. don't bring me any joy some people get carried away with their christmas decorations people love the holiday i know but I, let's let's take it easy if you have a storage hey, if people unit want national lampoon they give them national i know if you're, if you're gonna spread some joy i love it of, we used to as kids drive around to those areas remember in laguna niguel you and i drove around we took yeah. my sister and some people really compete even in uh when your sister was in town right around halloween in santa monica uh-huh. her and i went for a walk and the decorations are out of control for yeah, halloween it's cool i, it's I do fun. like it so but i don't like it the idea is like having a storage unit where you yes like if you don't have the room for it it's like what are you gonna do but um but yeah, anyway, I forget what I was. Oh, the Ooh. colors. So if you guys know why blue used to be popular and then it's not, or why it was an old fashioned type of Christmas ornament color, let me know. I'm interested. Hmm. 
Good. Well, on that note, let's um, let's get out of here. Let's Skidam. make a, like a popsicle stand in. I don't know. What is it? Make like a banana and split. Yeah, that's a good one. Make that's like one. a tree and leave. <laughs> okay. Have a wonderful <laughs> week and we love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. I don't know. Make like a popsicle stand. I was like, I don't know what that's saying.